And we are live here with Real News, uh, just wrapping up a Trump rally in Georgia uh, with the president's now dancing the YMCA as he ends every rally with, which is the most awesome thing ever. And I mean, who could not want more, four more years of that? That would just be amazing. But it looks like we are seeing Trump pushing people to vote for the Republicans in the Senate race. But we're seeing a bit of a, a uh, divide here in the party, which we're going to dive into, is there are some people, a lot of people, that are in the MAGA or bus camp, and then there are a lot of people that are in the uh, let's just hold the line, let's stop the Democrats from doing any more damage than they already are going to. So mm-hmm. that that's the showdown we're in right now. We have the people like Milo, Nick Fuentes, Rogers, or, no, sorry, um, uh, Columbia Bugle, who's a Twitter personality, uh, all in the MAGA bus type camp. And then you have people like Roger Stone, uh, Trump, and a few others in the let's hold the line camp. So um, it's it's an interesting divide because I think everybody kind of respectfully uh, has different opinions on this. Some not so respectfully because some people are showing their true colors. But what do we think? Um, I think, you know, like personally, if I was in Georgia, I I would try my best not to have the Democrats, you know, take the Senate because it's one thing and and it will suck ass if Trump doesn't survive this, you know, but Mm -hmm. it would be X, it would be even worse if the Democrats have both houses. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like my opinion of that matter. I technically on most normal cases would agree with you. I am currently in the MAGA or bus camp only so that it pushes the GOP to hashtag fight for Trump. We're seeing that trending on Twitter right now because this to me was a key moment from the ride. When he brought up, I think it was Governor Kemp um, or was it Purdue, they, they're all the same, honestly. And not just you know in terms of their politics, but who they're really fighting for and what type of Republicans they are. Uh, but it was actually Kelly Loeffler and Purdue. Yeah, I think Trump pointed them out. And people started shouting, uh, fight for Trump, fight for Trump, fight for Trump. It was the loudest chant of the rally. And it tells you how the people feel. And I personally am in the MAGA bus camp. I want to push these people to actually fight for him because they got to earn our vote. And if they want to win, they need to earn it. So hopefully that makes them actually get their act together and get something done down there. Yeah, I understand that too. That that's a good point. And if I did live in Georgia, I I pro I don't like. It's hard to say because we obviously don't live in Georgia. But in the end, I would probably end up voting for them only because I always feel like I gotta vote. And it's a tough one. But like I said, I would still be mag or bust all the way to the polling booth. Mm-hmm. So so okay. Uh... We, we, we had this conversation, Sean, on Periscope. Like, So I have, you know, I, I lived down in Georgia for like, you know, I lived down in Georgia for close to about six years. And I have, I still have, I still have quite a few friends down there. Uh, and I'll, I'll share this. A couple of them were at the Valdosta rally. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. Because they, they, I mean, they were like, well, we're not going to make 
if this is if this is going to be the last Trump rally we go to, uh, we're not missing it. So, yeah. I mean, and of course they are in Georgia. So, um, I asked them. So, so, so they're on the side of those. The, the a lot of the a lot of the friends are like they're on the side of. Uh, I, I, I guess MAGA or bust, um, because they felt like they felt like uh, Leffler and Purdue weren't fighting for Trump. They weren't fighting for him, um, and they, you know, you know, passing that bill, passing that fucking bill, the the high skilled immigration bill, or or pushing it through. That that did not help. That did not help the situation either. Um, so yeah, they're 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 in the scene of like, look, look, we've we we the MAGA crew have given them given the Republicans really everything they wanted, right? We we've voted the, voted them in the Senate, voted them in the House, given them the uh, past all the stuff all the stuff that they were looking for all like um and and now when the like the president needs them most they appear to just like kind of distance themselves you know so it's like well no let's let, let like they think we're just going to keep giving to them because we have right for up, up until right now we have right so at this rate, just you know, let's let's hold their feet to the fucking fire and see how they react, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that that Linwood rally really sparked something. It sparked something. Like people were like, "Oh, that you know what? Linwood's on to something, right? We let's just like, no, I mean, uh, they they're like, they're like, vote for us." And we get that if we lose the Senate, then it's, you know, it's, it could go, you know, it could get real crazy with a quickness, but, uh, start fighting for us. Right. And, and, and it's, and it's not a tall ask, right. It's not a tall ask. Like for fuck's sake, just like, say something in congress or even put out a fucking tweet right just do something like do anything right that's and like and we feel that they feel like they're not getting anything and and some of these some of these people might actually vote for the freaking democrat candidates just because they're that fucking pissed off do i think they will Eh, i don't know but i i i doubt it but at the same time i'm like well shit i'm not doing shit You've got until what January fifth the the runoff, right? Y- yes. Yes. So so these fuckers got until January fifth to get to to do something, to do anything, anything. Because really, I mean, I mean. Well, actually, it, they it, only have technically nine days because in nine days the electoral college meets to vote who's going to be president. So they really only have nine days. Yeah. Like it's now or never. Yeah. 
You think you think if they let that shit go without a fucking fight, you think they're gonna that like I'm telling you, there's a slice <clears throat> as it stands right now. There is a slice of the MAGA crowd that will not vote. Even 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 though Donald Trump is telling them, hey, we 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 need a you know the last line of defense. There is still a slice. There is still a slice of the MAGA crowd that's like, nope, we're not fucking voting until mm-hmm. we see something. Yeah. Right. Until we see something. And oh, I just I just got a text from one of my friends that was at that was at the rally. Oh, I, nice. I asked them. <laughs> so I, I I asked them, and and I keep and I talk to them a lot. They're good friends and all that. And I asked them, hey, did 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 the uh, did the Donald Trump rally change your mind at all uh and one of them replied not a fucking no way in hell so there you Mm. have it there you have it folks wow um yeah um because oh here we go here here, let me let me read i'm i'm uh part of me youtube verse i'm 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 reading these tweets in real time or not tweets text reading them in in um real time uh I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. These fuckers have to give us something before we start voting for these assholes again. Yes. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. Right. And to be clear, um, both of them are in the camp of MAGA or bust. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's what uh, I thought. In <laughs> fact, yeah. They said, uh, I don't know how it. I don't know how honest this one is, but yeah, one. And in fact, one of one of my buddies that was there with the guy that's texting me said he was the first person to say fight for Trump, and then it kind of caught. Nice. Me. Yeah. Ray, oh, not to inter- interject, but we just had Radio Free and Post in the chat. Hey guys, your last video was in my subscription feed for some reason. Uh, glad you're back in, uh, tuning in to us. YouTube is very. Uh, let's just say biased <laughs> with yeah they don't like us they don't like us and they've done that to Sam's show they do it to our show where I will schedule a stream we will start streaming just right off the bat and it won't come up in anybody's sub boxes so that's why you gotta hit the notification bell make sure you're subscribed you're liking the videos you're sharing them I try to share them out uh, we're gonna be setting up restream soon and hopefully that will I think that has a function where it automatically posts in our Discord and on Twitter and everything where um, everybody can easily be notified that the stream is starting. So things will hopefully be better with that. But let's go back to the subject at hand. That see, and that's that's how you lose elections is with splitting your base, splitting the voters. You need unity. Unity is strength in elections. <laughs> I, I mean, it sounds like some 1984, but look, in an election, you need as many people out to vote, and you win. It's that simple. Uh, yeah, and and, and the, somebody else tweeted, and, and then somebody else, uh, and I think I tweeted this out before, right? So you have two senators. You have two senators that are seeking re-election, um, and, and they tell us, you know, the majority – the majority of the media and all the, the fucking social media personalities and YouTube, what the, the YouTube personalities, whatever, telling us that we need to do this, to save the Republic and all that. And I'm like, and, and my response, and I tweeted this before, the onus is not on us to vote 
to reelect them. The onus is on them to get to convince us that they should be reelected. Yeah. Okay. And so far, they haven't done it. They haven't done it so far. I need to see something tangible before they get my fucking, before they start getting my money and shit, and and I start supporting them. Like that's they need to start showing me something. I haven't seen anything, and time is ticking. So. Yeah, so what's, uh, what's going on with the uh, elections, though? Like, I heard that this week there was some actual evidence uh, put forward, like significant evidence. Well, uh, maybe. The reason I say maybe is because there we had videos come out showing, allegedly, people in a Georgia uh, voting place. I think it was an arena, the State Farm Arena or something. And they had uh, CCTV footage of election workers counting votes and then you see people leave the room and supposedly it was poll watchers that were told to leave and then once they left they rolled out these briefcases and started bringing out votes now none of that is confirmed I want to make that clear because despite what witnesses are saying or or supposed quote-unquote witnesses and i'm not trying to delegitimize them but i think it was witnesses there that's what they thought those people were but i will tell you from my personal experience there's a lot of people that have no idea what a poll watcher technically is and what the other people technically are and there are some people that are debunking this video saying that those weren't poll watchers they were actually envelope cutters and that's why they were told to leave and that there were still poll watchers there. Neither of which is confirmed. But I can just say I'm skeptical at this point. I initially was like, holy shit, we got something pretty good here. I'm in the skeptical camp now. I'm not saying it's debunked. I'm not saying it is what the right is saying. I'm kind of just like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm uh, not sold. <laughs> I well, no, I I am sold. Uh, I the now, so I was skeptical at first. So at first I was kind of like, oh, that's odd. No, maybe because I always try to rule things out. I'm 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 always like a, I'm always kind of a benefit of the doubt kind of guy. And then, but I but I but seeing that, and then seeing the graph, of the votes jumping, like that's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Like you got you, they pull out these bullshit. They pull out what looks like bullshit ballots, and then you look at the graph, the timeline graph of votes, and you see it kind of coincides with a spike for Biden. I'm like, uh, I don't know, dude. So that's why I'm, I'm like, skeptical, is because there's like there are sides I can see from so many angles on this that. I'm inconclusive on it. I could, I could, and and before I saw that graph, the 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 spike, right? Mm-hmm. Before I saw the spike of votes going for Biden, I was like, eh, well, you know what? Maybe maybe they're handling ballots, or they're handling some of the old stuff that was coming in from somewhere else, or maybe they were handling. I was trying to get like I was in my head. I was thinking that, but I was like, okay, the the press wasn't there the republican poll watchers weren't there and this all all of a sudden this is what looks like resulted in a spike and like 
and there's a number of machines and they were all running and they can run at like mm-hmm. 3000 votes an, uh, uh, an hour or something like that. Yeah. It's something um, like that. Yeah. I mean, that's enough. That's enough to flip the state of Georgia. Like, which is why it should definitely be looked into, you yeah. know, without doubt. Mm-hmm. And again, like I'm only skeptical cause I've heard too many cases of people screaming voter fraud screaming basically boy who cried wolf and it turned out not to be because there's missing information they jump to a conclusion and it it happens and i'm not look it was stolen believe me it was stolen i know it i was on the ground i saw the support it was stolen there's no way he lost but is this the smoking gun i don't think so I could be. I'm starting to think not. I think what's also possible is there's a lot of diversion. I'll give you an example. Sharpie Gate. Remember Sharpie Gate? Oh, they were handing out Sharpies and these ballots don't count. Not true. Totally false. They were handing out Sharpies because the government is shit and it provided shit machines that couldn't scan any ballots. They were terrible. They this, We had this problem in the primaries. They would take it, put it in, wouldn't scan it, take it in, put it in, scan it. It'd take like five times and it would finally read it. So they finally figured out you had to use darker ink and the Sharpies were superb at that. So they would hand voters Sharpies because then it would scan better. See, it's a perfect situation where if you don't know this piece of information, you can jump to the the conclusions across the board. But it was a completely innocuous thing. If anything, it could have been a diversion. It could have been a distraction. It's it's like the Q stuff. I, I, we know how much I love Q. It, I'm convinced that's like controlled opposition at this point because it just diverts from the real stuff. And... That that always frustrates me. Yeah, no, I, I I can understand that. Now, if they had to go and hand out the sharpies, does that mean that all the other votes weren't counted? Someone no, no, they they're all counted. It's just the other ones would take like ten freaking scans for it to read it and then count it. The machines were just so bad. Like, oh my god, it's it's not surprising giving uh, who is providing them, but they were just so terrible. They were awful, and they couldn't scan anything. So it was like you had to put in like ten, fifteen times, and I'd be like, oh, I see that black mark now. Counted. Yeah. Well, I mean, I watching so watching the rally. I was, I was thinking that uh, at first when he was speaking, it felt kind of uh, like somberish. It did. Right? He felt it like felt... he was. Didn't feel like he was firing on all cylinders. He's like, yeah. Ah, here we go. <laughs> and then it's too, look, and and I gotta say, I gotta say, the crowd chanting "Fight for Trump." I think that might have sparked something. I think that might have sparked something in Trump. He's like, because he ended that thing with a bang, like mm-hmm. he ended and dancing, with, huh? And dancing, 
Yeah, but, but I mean, he ended it like I, I, I it, it began somber, and then it was like, and and I was, I was thrilled when I when I heard, when I heard the what, Leffler and Purdue were up on stage, <laughs> and they were trying to say their shit, and the people in the crowd were cheering, chanting "Fight for Trump." Yes. Uh I think that might have sparked something in Trump because you started seeing him. He was going to town. Like he was, he was playing the videos. He was like, oh, I'm yeah. not gonna, we're not going to stop fighting. We're not going to surrender. We're not going to like, I'm like, oh shit. All right. I can get behind this guy. This is the, this is the Trump I can get in the behind. Right. Well, and it shows um, you too, like the people are loyal to Trump. They are not loyal to the party. Oh, they are so over it. I hope this energy stays, and I think it will, but it shows you how powerful and influential he is and how out of touch and, frankly, stupid the GOP is being. Because, look, if you're one of these swamp creatures, which uh, Loflin and Purdue are, at least be smart, you know? If you're going to be fake, be smart about it, and they're not even being smart. You know, you could fake it up like, oh, yeah, yeah, never concede Trump yeah we got you Trump even though they really don't like if you want to win that's what you gotta do and they're not doing that they're going like oh yeah um, what time is it um yeah runoff coming up yeah that, that's the only thing on the radar right guys you know they're they're totally disconnected they're just focusing on themselves they're not even considering the temperature in the room yeah I mean Hopefully, after this is all said and done, you know the Republican Party is going to take a good hard look at this sh- this sort of shit and realize that hey, you know there's a reason that people are supporting this Trump guy, and they're not supporting, you know, like all these other like swamp things. Yeah, I think that's something that needs to be taken like that they need to go and really think about because you know the future of the party resides in it and i think you know people need to be more involved in the primaries exactly people who aren't these fucking swampies get some of these new people get some of these sort of like trump trump like people into office you know don't let this maga movement be a once and done thing like a a shot in the dark let this you know hopefully take effect now will that happen i don't don't think like i don't know i honestly don't well i think what's going to be critical is there's two outcomes here in the future you know let's say regardless how this one goes or not we either lose again and it's because we don't put up good candidates we don't put MAGA America first candidates or we in the primaries actually put up good MAGA America first candidates and start winning and then that's how you take control of the party that's how you take the power back it's only going to go those ways. Like, there's nothing else. You either be MAGA America first and win, or you don't and you lose. That's it. And if it goes a third way, which is we win, but we're not MAGA first, uh, MAGA or America first, that's still a loss. That's still going back to the same old crap. And the people don't want that. It's clear. It's so clear. And, I mean... It feels like the party is like t- still 20, 30 years backwards. 
Yeah, like honestly, I think that a lot of the reason he won was Trump was one of the first real people who, um, you know, on the Republican side, who fucking used social media. Oh yeah, social media was revolutionized this time. Like you know, Obama was like the first president, I think, to use social media, but Trump was the first Republican to do it. And a lot of these Republicans, they might go and have a presence on there, but it's not like Trump's. Yeah, it's just like a staffer writing this stuff for them. You know, like Trump, he he fucking lives in Greece. That 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 was his modus operandi. You know, and I think that people like we have so much of these boomer politicians that don't give a shit or they don't know what a fucking Twitter is, and they're they don't they don't understand it. And I think yeah. that's a problem for, you know, the future Republicans. You need to start, like, paying attention to this shit because that's, that's how you win and lose elections is by, yeah. you know, your fucking tweets. Yeah, that's a good point, Alex. Like, the 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 the, the Team MAGA, uh, and going back to what you were saying too, Sean, with um, Team MAGA is not with the GOP. Like, is, is not really lockstep with the GOP at all like if if if, in fact I mean like because they don't like the the GOP doesn't understand that that they don't like that like Team MAGA doesn't really give a shit about them like it's if you're not it's more like if you're not with us you're against us Uh, because like it's You've got a you even you even have a slice of team you have a slice of team MAGA that's not even conservative really like you have you know if like like they have this uh, there's a chunk of Trump's base that may go back Democrat that may be okay with you know that may be okay with Bernie or may be okay with AOC yeah right. They believe in Donald Trump. They don't believe in the GOP. They don't really necessarily believe in, you know, I'm not a Republican, right? But I believe in Trump, right? I believe in Trump, you know? And there's a lot of people that feel this feel the same way in the in the Trump camp. So don't so so these people these people uh meaning David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler need to understand that um if they don't back this president up they have that 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 slice has no fucking problem walking away from them like they will be more than comfortable walking away from them and oh sorry and not and they need them they need them purdue definitely needs them uh right now i'm i'm it, it looks like he's in the latest tea poll, he uh, he's behind. He's trailing. Uh, he's trailing Ossoff right now in that in those polls. And Kelly Lefter's up, but he, she's not up by much. But guaranteed, yeah. If these people keep fucking around, they're they like they might end up on the wrong end of those votes too. Well, they're playing so. to lose, which is what's really like I said. It's almost shocking because. They don't have to do much, like you said, to satisfy and solidify a support base. Just showing up to the rally isn't enough, guys. You gotta, I mean, literally just say something. Do something. And they aren't to fight for Trump. 
I mean, you could tell they were just at that rally because they want they wanted the votes. They just they didn't care. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, outside of that, it doesn't feel like they want the votes. And I mean, this is something I'm noticing too that's going to become a bigger problem because you're going to see people that are all talk right now, like yeah. Pro, go Trump. Yeah, we're going to stop the steal. And then they're going to get into office and then they're going to do nothing. They're going to be bought off by big tech. They're not going to do anything about immigration. They're not going to keep building the wall. They're not going to do uh, anything to put America first. And you're going to get some people that are going to do what they say. But I think for the most part, these people are just riding the MAGA coattails to get votes. They're going to get into office and do nothing. And if there's one thing, if I had to give my biggest complaint about just Republicans in general, like across the board, is the all talk, no action. The constant complaining, the constant, we need to do this, we need to do that, and then we don't freaking do it. There is only one person who actually does what he says and says what he means, and that is the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Everybody else is just puffing air, puffing smoke. I don't know what else they're doing, but they don't do anything. And I see these people on Facebook and Twitter. They're like, oh, we need to do this. We need to mobilize. We need to register. We'll go out and do it. Like The lack of action and the excuses that they bring up is just, it's really annoying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Emerald, Emerald Robinson, who I absolutely, fantastic fantastic reporter for uh newsmax uh tweeted out earlier she was like the gop is engaged is now engaged in a game of high-speed chicken with with its own voters in georgia does it want to keep the senate yes does it want to investigate voter fraud in georgia no the gop's hatred of trump and it is and its instincts of for self-preservation are about to collide couldn't agree more yeah problem is problem is you're play you're you're trying to play a game you're trying to play a game of chicken with people that don't give a fuck right they're, they're not they're not there they're not team gop they're team maga they're team maga first and foremost right they have that, that if they try to play the game of chicken it will their own sword will be their their fall right they will fall on their own sword right yeah don't do it don't do it i, I want to see some action I want to see some action. Let's make it happen. Yeah, because it's 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 really the I think the catch twenty two that the loafers and Purdue's are in is that shit. So to get our votes and to keep our power, we need to support Trump, mm-hmm. but we don't want to support Trump because he's going to uh, change things and strip away my power and money, and I don't want that. Uh, so what do I do? You know that that. That's what they're kind of thinking, I think. I think that's why maybe they're trying to ride the middle road, which is stupid because that's not going to get you anywhere. Let's paint this shit in simplistic form too, right? Because I know there's, I know, I know we we tend to talk a bit, you know, next level sometimes. <laughs> okay. Or or some some people are just stupid. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <clears throat> Trump is arguably the most anti-establishment 
president we have ever had. Okay, it's anti-establishment. The establishment hates Donald Trump, right? So if the GOP keeps playing this game of fucking chicken, right? Just know that the, the, the entire country sees them as the establishment, right? So if you get rid of Donald Trump, they're either not going to vote for you or they're going to vote for the other anti-establishment. And a lot of those other anti-establishment candidates fall within the radical left. Just saying, just saying there, there's a slice of that. There's a slice of that voter base that you fucking need to stay in power. And you're not accounting for them. Okay. You think, like they're that these people are thinking, oh, we got their vote. Not only do you might, not only do you might not have their vote, but they could end up voting on the other side. Right. If you keep fucking around. Well, yeah, That's voters, how serious this is. These voters are probably gonna live longer than these like politicians. You know, they're gonna be around longer than the politicians are gonna be in office, and these people fucking remember. Yeah. You know, also, uh, DC Radio Freedom posted again, uh, Trump is going to win zero doubts in the chat. I, I believe so. I believe, because I, I think I, I think they're, um, it's headed to the Supreme Court right now, and I think the, uh, I think they've, uh, from some of the Twitter reports, I don't know how accurate they are, because, you know, if it's on, if it's on Twitter, you know it must be true, right? No, um, <laughs> but... I guess they're tackling all the states, I'm assuming. I think they're attacking – the Supreme Court's attacking, like, the majority of the swing states or whatever uh, from the looks of the paperwork. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll see how that pans out. Uh, all it takes is one decision, right? It takes a Supreme Court decision to, to completely flip the election on its head, right? Or to allow um, it to continue to – Say it again. Or to allow, you know, Biden to win. You know, it, it was yeah, I mean, no, I mean, but but at this point, I'm saying right now, it looks like, like the way the media and social media presented out to be, it looks like Biden's the winner anyway. But I mean, I'm saying all it takes is one Supreme Court decision to completely flip that shit around. Oh, so, hey. uh, so, I mean, it's. So that's how delicate of a situation this whole thing is right now. Right? And the other thing too that's interesting is like the media, you know, like they've really changed their tune. At first, it was you know, oh yeah, there's no evidence of voter fraud. Then it's widespread voter fraud. Now, like they keep they keep gaslighting conservatives. Really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it's suppression. It's suppression tactics, right? And and and. And they're they're trying to do it to suppress people because they think if they suppress enough of people, that Donald Trump will eventually concede. Well, one, Donald Trump's not conceding, as as stated today, today, right? As today stated today in his rally, and the massive amounts of lawsuits, the massive amounts of hearings, not really conceding. You might want to throw that shit out right now. And on top of that, slices of everything that they're reporting. Are getting debunked 
little by little, everything's getting debunked, right? All this, the, 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 there, there's no evidence. We're seeing evidence in droves. Uh, the stati- the stati- like they're saying, oh, it wasn't enough to, to change the outcome election. Statistical evidence shows that that's a lie, right? We're, we're t- talking to like all these states, like, like a lot of the fraud that's in a lot of these states has, is at a disparity in a lot of these states where it could affect the outcome for a lot of these states. So you like, it's, we're starting to see uh, the changing of the tunes. Like we're continuing to see a change of the tunes. Eventually, I think they're going to have to, they're going to have to start telling people that, yeah, there is a possibility that this whole thing could turn flip on its head, right? They're, they're not saying that right now, but eventually they're going to, and, and in fact, I think CNN, uh, what, Fareed Zakaria, I think he dropped something that said, oh, maybe it could, maybe it could happen or whatever. It's some, you know, and, and he tried to sell it in an out, outlandish fashion, but like, there's a pot. I mean, look, the, eventually the media is going to have to, to, to say, hey, there's a possibility that all of this shit could just flip. Like the script could completely flip on us yeah i mean that's gonna be interesting if that like you know trump does somehow win you know that is going to be very interesting and and i wonder what's going to happen because you thought it was bad 2016 i think mass unrest which i think you know that that would be glorious just to go and see all these people all flip out all these i think i also think there's going to be like like if 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 this fling flips on its head and Trump is considered the victor, uh, he's gonna go gloves off. Like nope. I think, I think, I think he's kind of. He Donald can't Trump though. Been, Doesn't have a house and probably won't have a Senate. Well, he won't. Well, he won't. If he wins, he won't need a set like. Oh yes, he does. He'll have the fifty vote. He'll have the fifty votes. I mean, other than Ron, I think. I think if. If if Trump wins, I think I actually do think they come out in droves. I think they come out in droves for the fucking Senate. Well, here's I the- do. I think they'll be so charged. They'll be mm, like, oh look, yeah, I do. That's true. I do. I think they'll come out. They'll be motivated to come out because they're going to be like, oh, Georgia will be like, oh, we got a chance to really fucking stick it to these pricks. Let's go. And on top of that, I think. Uh, like say like say within the next week or so they that the supreme court goes okay uh you got to throw a whole bunch of votes out that leaves donald trump as the victor right bet your ass donald trump's gonna be down there in georgia fucking promoting the shit out of these two senators yeah well i have to disagree with radio freedom though i think trump um Biden has now a 95% chance of completing the steal. And I'm not saying that to be a pessimist. I'm just saying that from an analytical perspective because I look, I have been fighting for Trump. I've literally been doing the work to stop the steal um, weeks after my job technically ended. And it's, it's not coming together. Like I, I hate to say it because, and the reason is, there is not a unified, concerted effort on our side to stop the steal. Look at in Georgia. Governor Kemp isn't doing anything. In Pennsylvania, we don't have a Republican governor. 
in Michigan, we don't have a Republican governor. In Nevada, we don't have jack shit going on there either. Or now in Arizona, it's a total mess in all the places that matter. And it's it's not going to, it's just, I hate to say it, but it really is not heading in the right direction. Rudy Giuliani is a freaking saint, though. He's one of the few people that is stuck by Trump and is still fighting for him. But I like from the little bit of work that, and I say a little bit because this is a you know massive effort that's going on. For the little bit that I put in, uh, the few weeks after my job ended, there simply wasn't enough coming together to overturn this. And I think it's because if of all the fraud that did happen, the receipts are burned. And what I mean by that is they stole it in a way that you can't unsteal it. They did it real dirty, and these governors, in, in situations where you could, by checking the signatures, cross-verification of the signatures, it's, now, he's, they're not doing it. court were to make a ruling that says they have to allow this. That would be interesting, because maybe. I still don't think it's enough, but maybe. Of having a signature is if you're not going to fucking verify it. Like, I don't see the whole point of that. I don't either. And frankly, there should be a way where every X number of years you have to update it because that that's where I get. I don't know how these rulings work. I'm no lawyer, but I know my signature doesn't look the same on any document. And some people's changes over time. There's some real blatant ones where it's like, you know, you can tell that a girl wrote it instead of a guy when it should be a uh, guy's signature. But it's 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 a very delicate process that we're going to be entering. And look, I don't underestimate Trump at all, but there's other pieces happening at play too. Because this situation is giving Trump another chance to run, which I, th- I know some people don't think he will. I think without, without a shadow of a doubt he would if he... Um, gets this completely stolen from him, but it's 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 also coming to where you're seeing people from the White House leaving, people from the White House planning other things, uh, and also seeing the I and I don't know how true this is, but supposedly Melania was looking at schools for Barron in Florida, so you're seeing a lot of tells, and I'm just looking at this analytically. Look, believe me, selection was stolen. I'd fight for the edge of the earth for this guy. And I did for six and a half months. But I'm telling you, it's not, this is not in a winning situation right now, unfortunately. I don't know. I, I think what happened, I think those videotapes, so I think I've seen a shift in the energy from that. I don't yeah. think those are what we think they are, unfortunately. I, I And I'm not saying that because. I don't believe anything nefarious was happening, but it doesn't it doesn't stack first, up. That's the first thing that falls that you have a you have an energy shift, and that's what's important. And people are going to start because there's other stuff too. Like that's just the the one that time. True, like but there. we're running out of time. We have nine days. Nine days. Well, tech, well we'll see what the Supreme Court has to say. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I hope. I mean, I, honestly, this this is a this is a, again, this is how delicate the situation is. I felt like this whole thing was always going to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah, I me felt, too. I, I felt 
from the fucking very first, the day after the election, in my heart of hearts, I was thinking, this thing's going, this thing's either going to the Supreme Court or the House of Representatives or both. That was my, that was my, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed for that. And the closer, like the closer we get, and I thought that like, okay, and I thought that I've actually gained, I've actually become more confident in the election than I was uh, right after it. Like the day, the, the day or two after the election, I wasn't as confident as I am now. That's not, I'm not saying that I'm totally confident now, but I'm a heck of a lot more confident now than I was two days after the election. Cause like, you know, I thought that this, this whole thing, I didn't think that, I didn't think that, and and shame on me for saying this. I don't think that I didn't think that Don, Donald Trump would fight as much as I thought he did. Like I, I, the fact that he's fighting as hard as he is, uh, yeah, that 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 gives me that gives me a lot more confidence now than than so. And 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 for and you you're still right, Sean. Look, hey, you're still right. It it looks it's an uphill fucking climb. Got it right. But look, I'm, I, I, I'm at the same, I'm at the same place that I was with, and and we knew, and we knew that the Democrats were going to, they were going to try to run out the clock, they were going to try to bury shit, they were going to try to like, you know, we knew all of this shit. Two days after the election, even the day after the election, we, I, I was thinking like, yeah, the, the, this. This is what we're up against, but um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And I just, I, I want to, I'm gonna mention two things. But number one is, I just want to keep in mind though that, like, look, I'm so optimistic. Regardless of how this uh, ends up, I am so optimistic for the future because if Trump uh, stops the steal and is sworn in, awesome. That's what I want. That's my number one priority. I am so happy. Is what we've been fighting for. Fantastic. If the steal is completed, yeah, I, I'm not saying he's losing anymore because I keep saying that, and that's not true because he has won. It's just it's getting stolen from him. But if it does get stolen from him completely, the energy you're seeing at this rally is a perfect example that the energy that we've created since 16 as a movement is here to stay and it's only going and look the numbers show it we're bigger and better than ever before 10 million more voters across all demographics um except of course white males apparently which makes no sense but the gains are amazing and it tells me things demographically in the country are going in the right direction we are seeing people shift towards the MAGA movement and that is inevitably like I said no matter how this goes is the best thing because it's a trend it's not just a one-off thing it shows that this is a trend this is growing and that is the beauty that's what makes me really excited for whatever happens in nine days this shit is not over in terms of our movement I would say what happens in nine days, that's not the important thing. What happens it on is. November 20th or fucking January 20th is the thing that matters most. True, but 
what happens in nine days pretty much seals the deal. The only thing I, they can undo is the Supreme Court ruling, and it's not going to happen. That's what's well. We've been saying Supreme Court the whole time. Yes, you know? but what I'm saying is the Supreme Court would have to do something extremely dramatic to oh, undo. That's that. what they do. They, that that's literally the job of the Supreme Court is to do the drastic. But they've never done it to this degree. They they this is what they do. This is what they're in for, right? They they're there to make drastic shit happen, right? That's the, the whole thing. Versus Board of Education, that was a pretty dramatic shift. Literally, yeah, but they but look, push. look, Damn near the evidence is push. not coming up. It's not coming up, and we don't have a lot I, of time. I honestly, I you can say what you will about what happened in in Georgia. I'm not convinced that that was, you know, some yeah. you know, cutters. That's bullshit. I don't look. I don't know because, like I said, I've seen this story before. People think it's one thing and it's another. It's 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 not the the evidence. Look, I believe has, there's a lot has of fraud. Any other polling location on video? That they should. I don't know honestly. Probably could have. Maybe I don't know. I Why really they, don't know because I've look. I've heard stories of people saying, "Oh, there were poll watchers helping people vote Democrat," and it turns out they weren't yeah, poll watchers. You, you know, have, you have. You have Jedediah fucking Billa from Fox News, the female commentator from Fox News. She said the suitcases were standard ballot containers, standard <laughs> period ballot period containers. Period. I've never you, seen a ballot container look, look like in suitcases. Well, I, I, well, oh. they're actually. Well, I have to say they they aren't suitcases. Like they actually no, aren't. I mean, maybe I don't give a shit. Look, they technically I, are what holds moi, the ballots. Moi replied just like you know he does. Uh, I don't give a fuck if those ballots were in Bernie Sanders' nutsack. The whole thing looks <laughs> sketchy, right? I don't care. It does, but I, I, it looks I'm, sketchy. Like I, why? Why would it? I, like like they're like oh they're in suitcases. Like the, them being in suitcases is the fucking problem. No, that's yeah. not the problem. Yeah. The problem is they were underneath a fucking table and they were only pulled out in like the middle of the fucking night and counted in the middle of the night when all the, when the press and all that shit were, were, were told to get the fuck out. Right. It's not, I, I'm sorry. Like the whole thing just looks sketchy. Like I, I what, what's up with this fucking bitch, man? Like, yeah, I, I, that like the, this woman, I don't know. I don't know what her problem is. She like, like I well I well I do know she she works for Fox News that's like that's the fucking problem but on uh, Radio Freedom also did we mention that last time oh, the Democrats were too blatant and obvious for them to get away with uh, not really I, it, it's here's the thing in the numbers yeah it's blatant because they don't make any sense it statistically doesn't add up but so the problem, where's the evidence like come okay, on guys look, we have no, nine the days evidence, look, the evidence is there the problem. The problem is not the evidence. The problem is not the, the you know, do we have enough information? Do we have enough? We have enough information to, an, an evidence. We have enough evidence to at least warrant a deep investigation. The problem, the main fucking problem, is we don't have enough of enforcers. Right? That's the problem. We, we like because if if this was flipped in reverse. If this was flipped in reverse and Joe Biden was getting fucked over, you bet your ass there's going to be a whole lot of fucking bullshit 
happening, right? The problem is on our side, we don't have enough enforcers, right? That's the problem. Well, kind of. I mean, because it's it's honestly, it comes down to the quality of these poll watchers. Because like I said, a lot of them really, they got little training. They really don't know what's going on. And that's why I think that happened is, here. That is such, that is such horse cock. They fucking, the FBI investigated a fucking noose at, at Talladega Speedway, right? And that, which, which we all knew was bullshit. Everybody, Helen Keller could see that was bullshit. Like, <laughs> The, the fucking, the, like, there's enough evidence to at least grab the attention of, of going, hey, let's dig a little deeper into this one. At the very least. No, I agree. At the very fucking least. But, but we're not, there's, nobody's enforcing shit, right? There's enough evidence. There's enough evidence in Georgia. There was evidence in fucking Pennsylvania. There was evidence in Michigan, Right. Like statistical fucking evidence, statistical anomalies that were like impossible, that were impossible to fucking ignore. Oh, I agree. I agree. But what I'm but, saying but is it's enforcement, but that's an enforcement issue. Well, that's an enforcement issue. That's not, uh, oh, do we have enough evidence? No, that's an enforcement issue. Yeah. But what I'm saying is when I say we don't have enough evidence, like this suitcase gate is not good evidence. And the reason I say it is because those are official ballot boxes. And if the initial narrative was, oh, these are these are suitcases. They're being pulled out when poll workers were told to leave, and that's not looking to be true. And I look, it's still a little shady. Your mom's box, okay? I, I know. You have to cut. Like, I don't think the these are going to be. Sketchy. I. It, it appears that way, but what I'm saying is, we're looking at video with no audio. Nobody, you know, like a mic in the room hearing what's happening. We don't know what, what, what's really what happening. Expect? What do you even expect out of a mic? Oh yeah, let's let's do this illegal shit. Like no, it doesn't. Well, no, 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 no. Because like I said, one of the things that they did do was tell the cutters to leave. I I would love to get you know a full investigation to confirm that, but that seems like a likely case. I don't think this is evidence of fraud. I really don't think so. Not saying. It, it, you know, that's going to be the f absolute case, but this is not compelling. That's what I'm getting to is that because the, the what it started as and what it's ending up as is it's really it's getting torn away. It's deteriorating. It's compelling enough to draw further, to inquire further. It's oh, compelling yeah. enough to inquire further, but, but we're not even, they're not even like the DOJ, FBI, and even members of Congress and the judges and all that shit. They're not even wanting to do that. I know. And that's that, what's frustrating. That's an enforcement issue. That's not a fucking an evidence issue. That's an enforcement issue. Well, we I think it's two parts. Shit that we already have. Well, the reason I'm saying it's also an evidence issue is because if this is the big smoking gun, like, Jesus, we're screwed. <laughs> because this should not be our smoking gun. There should be bigger stuff. Like... This is not, that's what I'm worried about is that if this was the, oh my God, we got a moment, that's well, bad. Gather the evidence. They're not letting you match the signal. Well, no. I mean, it's. And that's what I'm gun. saying. This is not the, the where we should gun. be looking. The smoking gun was not just the film. The smoking gun was that the film 
what connected the other sworn affidavits. Like if you have a you you have video and you have sworn affidavits, that is evidence. That is hard evidence, right? Well, that doesn't mean it's accurate. The film itself, eh, but no, but I mean, if, if you have film and you have sworn affidavits that corroborate what the film is fucking at least appearing to show us, that's, that's hard evidence. Well, my thing too is like, you can see the narrative shift going on right now. If this was, if this was nothing, if there was nothing going on, they won't be shifting the narrative to no not enough votes to throughout the whole election. There's a reason why there's like a paradigm shift going on with their, uh, you know, like with, with their arguments on the media. Right. And, and look, I'm still very skeptical of the, the suitcase gate because despite everything I just said, there is fishy shit. Like the fact that supposedly they said they were done counting for the night and they kept counting that sort of stuff is to me the more compelling stuff but it, again it's like it, it, it just does not feel like anywhere near enough and that's what's concerning me is it feels like every time we bark up the wrong tree first it's sharpie gate now it's this one it's like like well, we're no, not getting to it widespread incompetence going on during this whole election which i think is important well that shows like hey you know this needs to be seriously investigated these are all things leading to more investigations that need to happen into yeah you know yeah i'm sure that i'm sure there's other video evidence yeah. that you don't have access to that needs to go through courts against t- i was telling sean look i was telling sean that last time i bet you i bet you the fucking i bet you giuliani has some more shit he's but I, I i i was i was saying that i am willing to bet within the next I was. I'm gonna say. I, I I tried to say within the next 48 hours because, like, obviously, obviously, the 24 hours is like the Trump rally. I don't know if they're, try- but like the next 48 hours, I bet they got some other shit too. Like, I'm 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 telling you, there's probably some other shit they're gonna be releasing here soon too. I that's, think that's- so, but I'm a, I think it's gonna disappoint personally. It's it's because this is just like has yet to be discovered because we don't have access to the ways to discover them until we get a court order allowing us to do discovery. That's an example of what I'm worried about, which is that again, the steal happened at a level that we're not going to get the receipts, and that is the problem. And well, that's I can't hear you. That's why signature verification is important. Yeah, I know. And they're not doing it. Well, because they don't have a court order forcing them to. I know. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, the the places. These people are. Look, these people are. are, Like, especially in in Pennsylvania, right? They're disobeying their own fucking constitution, right? They're disobeying their own constitution with this shit. Like, and the and the only reason they're and then it's an enforcement issue because the fucking supreme the PA Supreme Court is heavily Democrat and they're they're circumventing their own fucking constitution to help out their Democratic buddies, right? That's and I, I'm I, I'm telling you, like it. Philadelphia, like PA, is ripe for a Supreme Court overturn. Like it's ripe. It is ripe for. No, 
it's happened before too in PA. Like remember with like the COVID stuff, like the PA Supreme Court said it was allowed or whatever, and then it had to go to the the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah, but they haven't overturned an election. That's a way bigger deal. I know, but it's these incremental things that need to take place, and once they do, well, that's when you can get to these like bombshells. Yeah, it's just, and I'm not saying to be pessimistic because I'm looking at this just from again analytical perspective, and it doesn't feel like it's going in the direction it needs to. It feels like we're always in the wrong areas where it actually was stolen. There's like nothing coming out, and that's that's what I'm saying. This because I'm concerned. I'm worried it's not going to be stopped. And I'm I don't like that so much attention is getting thrown at things that end up going nowhere and feel like they're going to go nowhere and do go nowhere. I mean Sydney Powell too, look. She I don't I lost a lot of faith in her because like some of the claims she was making and apparently some of the stuff she was saying like QAnon, like originally in the QAnon world and I'm just thinking like what are we doing? This is not where things should be going it's like it just feels like it's again it's not going in the right direction i'm saying it's out of concern really am because it's not it's not promising if i was confident i'd I'd sound more confident but it just it does not feel good it feels pretty bad and i i'm more upset too because the rnc isn't doing anything to help trump they're doing the show pieces the Ronda McDaniel going out of Kaylee McEnany going, oh, we're going to stop this fraud. And nothing happening. They're not doing anything except trying to uh, leech money off of people uh, that are gullible and don't realize that when you donate to any of these candidates for the election fraud task force for your local congressman or senator, it's really just going to the RNC and it's really, you know... If you don't read a fine print, you don't see that. So it's like, you know, that's where I am getting concerned is that the party apparatus is just doing this for re-elections and nothing else. Not actually stopping the problem. I am starting to think that, like, there's a part of this that's like, um, like, like Sidney Powell was saying, like the, the, the bones or the code of dominion was was created by like the the venezuelan chavez regime or whatever and to to use to stay in power like it was used to manipulate votes to stay in power um i i of course i believe that because there's other other shit that says like there's you know there's WikiLeaks cables and fucking other shit that like kind of corroborates it, but, um, and I believe it. I believe that it's that like Dominion's being used the exact same way here. I believe that like, but I don't don't think it's just Democrats. I think there's an establishment. I think it's the establishment. Period. Like it's just a tool for the establishment right now. Like anybody whose establishment is going to stay in power or whatever and they're using that to kind of and the whole thing the, the dominion thing the whole that whole fucking thing looks sketchy as shit. see and that's something yeah, they like, should be investigating that again yeah. that's the direction it should be going in and it's yeah. not I, I what makes you think it isn't because nothing's yeah. happening 
I thought well, they just. Well, that doesn't mean that nothing's getting re like. It's not going to. Yeah, I mean, they just had like a forensic examination in like some state. They like a court allowed them in, I think Georgia, yeah, Arizona, Dominion. Arizona. Like you looked up yeah. Phil, look at the people where the money's involved. Mm -hmm. It's establishment. Yeah. They're not yeah. going to let anything happen to Dominion. Not going to let anything happen. Nothing's going to happen. And like Bill Barr, look, other thing to keep in mind too, our attorney general, it's supposed to be so great, it's supposed to be one of our guys, says there's no widespread yeah. fraud. You know, this he is where I'm Bush. losing he faith. Bushes. He's totally establishment. I don't. I thought initially not because he came out of retirement basically to do this. And so... Look like a sincere thing, and that's what a lot of people were saying at the time. That part, you know, that part is one hundred percent a fucking. That part is one hundred percent like it. The, the is one hundred percent why um, Donald Trump's job was as hard as it was. Yeah, uh, because they were trying to. He had to put people in. He had to put people in positions of power, but he needed the Senate. He needed House and Senate votes to do it. So he he I mean he had to compromise a little bit of you know a little bit of standing you know and like with with Bill Barr Bill Barr's fight he worked for the Bushes like you you there's no like he's of course he's establishment like are you kidding me Yeah but people weren't saying that at the time that's why I'm saying no, it's I like mean, yeah, in hindsight mean, that's easy to say but like at the time when he was hired like people Love that he was getting hired. I'm thinking of the Trump base, you know, not you specifically, but yeah, you know, yeah. just showing how like, it, like you can think of somebody as something, and then just one statement can totally change it. Hey, we have some uh, chats that pop we're firing them up. up. We're firing them up in the chat. Bush v. Gore, yeah, Bush v. Gore didn't change anything. How the no, that shows how the Supreme Court can basically overturn election. They can, but they don't. Well, they did that time, basically. Well, n well, not really, because most had called it for Bush. Like those memes that say like Gore was called as president were actually fake. I looked into that. Like they were showing like the Washington Times saying like, oh, President Gore. Crazy. That, like, was, that was crazy. That was that was a crazy one too, because I think they caught they. They originally, they originally called it for like, Bush. Like they originally I think. called it Bush. Yeah. They, they originally called it for Bush. No, I trust me. I was alive during all of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you no, remember Baron us. <laughs> yeah. No. And then the, and then Gore contested a lot of it, and then they started, and then I, through recounts, I, I, I was, th I think that they flipped they originally flipped they started flipping it it went back and forth it basically went back and forth and i think that the supreme court had to step in and uh basically told florida to stop counting and it was you know and then george bush was declared the victor that in a nutshell that's kind of what it was at least from the news that uh, that i was looking at, mm -hmm. at uh, i think it was stationed in hawaii when i was yeah, anyway. Well, the other thing, too, about that, which, and I don't like the Bush v. Gore comparison to this election that a lot of people are making because that's a totally different situation. That was one state where it was extremely tight, like extremely, like a couple hundred vote difference. This, we're looking at trying to undo Georgia, Nevada, P. 
PA uh, and uh, Arizona. And but all it takes is one case. Look, all it takes is one case for a particular subject, and that's precedence for all the states. That's true, and that's where it could get really crazy. But I, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, doesn't feel good, you know. And I, I don't. No, no, no. I'm not saying know, it. I'm not saying it feels good, but I'm saying it feels a lot better than it did fucking a couple days after the election. I mean, I don't know. Actually, I don't know because I said when I first saw these video clips that I felt better. But after hearing some other opinions and hearing some confirmations, like there was a local report that did confirm that those were like official battle cases. And that people weren't forced to leave, but were told that counting was done. It's like you start hearing a different story, and it's like you start losing faith in the original story. So I'm I'm just worried. And let's finish Radio Freedom's comments, though. Um, we took like two minutes just off of Bush v. Gore. <laughs> that comment alone got us going uh, deep into that. He also says, you don't make up stories about pipes bursting and throw out the vote counters and pull out hidden ballots. You have nothing to hide. The pipe bursting thing is weird because... What's the explanation for that other than fraud? I'd love to hear that. That is one of the wackiest ones because I'm hearing, number one, there's no records of that happening. But number two, it's supposed to be happening on a different night than election night. Um, throw out the vote counters. I don't know what that's about. Pulling out hidden ballots. Um, I don't know if I'd call those hidden, but that again, it's weird and it needs to be looked into. It's fishy, but that doesn't mean they're illegal ballots. So that's, that's what I'm just saying. Like, I don't want to jump to a conclusion yet because of all the things we're hearing. And he also says it's plenty to throw the vote counts in a serious question. Absolutely. Look, that's the thing. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm worried is because. This is something that can be rectified. The steel can be stopped, but we're not going in the right direction. And that's what worries me. Really does worry me. And I think it's because there's so many pieces here that are working against Trump. There's the establishment, the media, these governors, these people that say that they're for Trump that aren't. And it's like, you you don't even have your AG on your side now. Like it's, it's, again, it's very bad. Men say bell watchers, poll watchers, yes. Yeah, I do want to go and hear like what actually was the official explanation for that because I remember hearing that the election night because that's something that should invoke a further investigation into why that happened. Yeah, I'm gonna Google that because that was that was one of the weirdest things because you know what we we need though, you know what we need, dictator Phil, Jesus. We need both. <laughs> like uh, we we need to declare martial law. We need to invoke the insurrection act. Oh God! We to, like we need to send these fuckers into military tribunals and like yeah. Did you see that fucking interview? Like it was an interview on Twitter where they interviewed some former like military general. Oh my he God! Was about, he was like it was it, it, it sounded wacky, but like I mean. Maybe it could happen. I don't know. Dude, anyway, anyway. Shit that I, I've heard that from Q people, like talking about. Yeah. Hey, guys, it was wacky. The whole thing was wacky when I heard it. I was like, uh. Anybody yeah, that, that says like martial like, law, I automatically like. That's like some tinfoil hat type shit. Like, yeah. you know, like fucking. 
Yeah, anytime I hear somebody say like martial law is gonna happen, I just go, yeah, I'm not gonna listen to you ever again because it's just well, the stupidest thing. Like martial law is not gonna happen in America. Uh, I mean, it, theoretically, you it know, it can, but it won't. It would be, you know, that that'd be civil war time. That's when that happens. Yeah, and that ain't I, I mean, I, I think we're, I think within the next twenty years, we're headed for. E- I like. I think we are headed for either a great purge or a civil war within the next twenty years. Wait, what's However, this great purge scenario? I, I'm in, huh? I'm enticed by that. What's this purge scenario? Uh, okay, Joseph Stalin. Uh, <laughs> now um, I prefer Pinochet, but okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, I do. I I believe it because we're we're at this country is at a um, it's at an inner conflict that like we can't like it's 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 gonna it's gonna hit its fever pitch and uh i i just don't i think the only way is we either have a civil war or and we kill each other in mass numbers or there's gonna be like a communist regime that kills a whole bunch of people or a dictator that kills a whole bunch of people or something like there's gonna be something something that happens where a whole bunch of people are gonna fucking die and let's be real here when's the last time we had a civil war it was like what like 150 years ago some shit like that. 1860s yeah yeah so i mean it's about time it's about time i know right <laughs> about, about, look, look, we got we got we gotta start killing people man this is enough well, of this shit. Uh, that, you know I, I get what you're saying but like i think it's bound to happen at some point now i think depending on the way things go in the next few weeks it'll be sooner or later I will look. I mean, I I I think in my lifetime I will never see a civil war. I think the percentage of it happening now is like zero because no, I think it's in the like. And people I say this like, during everything, like during the Floyd riots, they were like, "Oh my God, it's coming! The Boogaloo, the Civil War." It's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. People have lives and money and shit to lose. They're not gonna start so picking did, up guns. So did people in communist China? They had lives too. Well, yeah, they didn't like, have anything he, to lose, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trump. If Trump wins, the Democrats will think that he literally, like, and he goes to the Supreme Court. They're gonna think that he's basically a dictator. They're going to probably try. They will probably form some sort of like group. I don't know to what level, but they will probably, you know, they'll probably form some, some sort of. Whether underground militia, what you need to do, to... what you need to do though, like, like if you're gonna go full dictator, right? You you gotta, you gotta have a, a you gotta have a statement kill, right? Where basically mm, you have the most, one of the most high profile people out there, and you just fucking execute them right then and there on the spot, and that scares people enough to go, hey, look, if I could kill that guy, right? And he was like high up on the fucking chain. What do you think I'm gonna do to one of you little fuckers, right? It's time to act right, and it's time to act right right now, okay? And it can radicalize people too. It can turn right. harder. I mean, be careful with those. But no, I mean, you, you if you kill the look, it, look if you do a statement kill to the right person, like it's gonna, I mean, it, it, it'll it'll have that effect. It's like it's nah. like, like when you're running a business. Look, when you're running a business, and like you get a new manager, right? You get a new manager or you get new ownership or whatever. And the first, one of the first things that people do is they have a statement fire, right? 
So they fight the first first dude that fucks up. He just fires him in public, right? He's like, "You're fucking yeah. fired," right? And it scares everybody, right? It scares everybody. Like, oh shit, we better get our act right, or we're next, right? The prince like, that's there. But that's right. So it's just, there's a psychological element to it, right? Where you know you you make the punish, and also like you make the punishment. You make punishments so bad that they never want to even dare, like, uh, or look at. I look. I I was listening to. I was listening to stories, uh, with like our like our war vet like, Iraq war veterans, right? Um, they were talking about how some of the locals would talk about um Saddam and the Saddam family, like the Saddam Hussein family. Uh, some of the punishments that they gave and so one of them um, one one of the lo- one of the local Iraqis was was saying I think he, I think he was saying that they because he said something they charged him with treason so like they they didn't kill him but it was like oh damn near way worse so they while he watched, while he watched the whole thing, they basically cuffed they they cuffed him, forced him to look, look as they raped his wife and murdered her in front of him. They raped and murdered his 13-year-old daughter in front of him. And then uh like beat the beat the shit out of his son until he was like dead, right? And then they I think they broke both of his arms and legs like and then let him live jesus christ yeah well, that, that makes sense though because if you want to get like if you want to stop terrorists you know or like insurrection you can't just go after the people because then it'll be like you know martyr thing you go after the families and that'll stop those people right because so you that... gotta make it so fucked up you gotta make the punishment so fucked up that they will never like no family will ever fucking dare go against you like ever because they know they're going to end up they know they're going to end up buried in a desert and forgotten like like that that is a terrifying way to go right well that's what did too like in imperial china like before the communists took over they had like if you did something so fucking bad they will not only just kill you and your family they'll go like i think nine like nine places back there's or seven or something like to that level of relations, so like your cousins and shit, they'd be gone. Your yeah. grandparents, they'd be gone. Like it, it was so fucking yeah. ridiculous, and that's why you know for the longest time, you know they were able to maintain power. Not that you know what? any of these are good things; these are terrible human rights violations. But that's oh, of course. I mean, I mean, if I you want to know how to keep power, there you go. <laughs> Dictators don't recognize human rights violations. That's like <laughs> that's like a that's foreign. It's language. not in their vocabulary. Human rights violations? What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, so, you know, Dictator Phil would probably do. Yeah, let's go. Dictator Phil would probably probably create a giant bowl, right? It would be, like, right in the middle of the city, right? It would be this giant, giant bowl, like the size of a house, right? Can we call it the Super Bowl? No, no. And and what we what he'd do is like he'd execute people, and then he'd burn their bodies inside this giant bowl, 
So that way everybody in the city would have to breathe in the burnt ashes of what happens if you fuck with him ever again, right? So you have that you have to live with that for, you know. And to be fair, the Chinese are doing now, it's even easier. You know, just have a fucking social credit score if you're even associated with this person. Oh yeah. Fucking dang you can't go to public schools and you have to like Oh, we're about to have that here. Oh yeah. No, we like, already I mean, do. way to control people. It's called big tech. They're not quite to that level yet. Like I think no, I said, it's, it's they, called these social me these these fucking banks are starting to do it too, like PayPal and all that. Like you can't interact if you're involved with if, with hate speech, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah. Well, and that's something Laura Loomer said that everybody laughed at initially was that, hey guys, wake up. This banning, this persecution of conservatives, it's not going to stop its big social media companies. It's going to go to your banks. It's going to go to your airlines. It's going to go to your rental car companies. It's going to go to everything. A recent example, maybe, is uh, Groyper leader Nick Fuentes was on a flight and he had his mask on, but it wasn't covering his nose. So a flight attendant told him to uh, put it on or like or fix it. I, I'm going to pull up his tweet. It was something like that. And I think he handled this in a way that got him actually kicked off. was like yeah. he told yeah, him, yeah, fuck you, like and then got kicked yeah. off. So fair, yeah, I don't buy that shit. I don't buy – like Nick Fuentes, he's like a – He's, he's a little like, bit of a punk in a some professional ways. Professional agitator, man. Yeah. Fuck him. Professional agitator. So like fucking Miley could already use a professional agitator. No, he's a professional yeah. troll. Yeah. Like, but, but, but I mean, I don't really buy it. I don't really buy. Oh, he's an innocent person. Exactly. Like, look, I don't buy that shit. Now, should he have gotten? I, I don't like. I do think. So, so my thing is, I always feel like, and my biggest gripe with Republicans. My biggest fucking gripe with Republicans is they don't want to pass any legislation. They don't want to pass any legislation at all, right? Which I think there needs to be legislation. And we had we had Jack Posobiec that on on our show on our show, and he was talking about like, yeah, we we should have legislation passed that codifies our constitutional rights, like because shit's changing all the time like you know with big tech and all that shit yeah there needs to be some kind of legislation that does solidify protection of our constitutional rights um but republicans and democrats don't want to do that shit because it's a power game they want power like the the, the establishment wants power that's that's their game and if they the, the legislation of that sort means a loss of power for them and they don't want that they don't want they don't want to give up that fucking power they want more power mm-hmm. like and and uh and I brought, we all know the right thing to do would be to fucking have like a would probably be to have like a political like a a, a political discrimination type shit like something like that to where you could go after banks and go hey you can't you can't discriminate these fucking people because they believe in something politically different from you or whatever. Like, you know, and which, which everybody's like, Oh, it's called the constitution. No, it's not like you gotta, like you gotta make sure that you 
uh, passed legislation that's like that codifies it, like modern modern legislation that codifies. No, and I I agree with that. That's that's the biggest problem with like Republicans is they are reactionary. They don't try to produce anything. They just try to oppose shit, and that's you know one of the biggest issues with establishment yeah. is that they don't try to actually do anything with their fucking like lives, with their jobs, with anything. They're just fucking lazy. Well, speaking of Nick, actually, because I'm trying to find that tweet I was mentioning. Apparently, Charlie Kirk was hosting an event. Uh, I forget where it was, uh, but it was like one of those events where I think it was turn- for Turning Point Action. I think it was about the voter fraud stuff, and somebody went up and asked him about like the voter fraud, why he wasn't basically doing enough to help Trump. And apparently, Charlie got triggered. I don't know if this guy was kicked out, but somebody did get kicked out for asking a question. See, that, you know, for being such a free speech organization, they sure don't like to fucking answer questions. Well, here, and, and here's another, here, here's another gripe. Okay. So, so if there's, if there's one gripe that I have with the Trump administration, right? If there's one fucking gripe that I have, it's not, handling the net the, like like not handling the net neutrality thing as well as he may, maybe they should have right because obviously so so taking out taking out that net neutrality thing mm-hmm. i agreed that you should take out the net neutrality thing but it should have been replaced with something because uh because basically that that net neutrality law that it, it mixed it mingled a whole bunch of shit together that, that some of it was good. Some of it was fucking terrible and they got rid of all of it, which I was like, okay, cool. But what about some of the issues that you're going to need to address? Like when you, for example, when you label, when you label the internet, a utility, then they have to, they have to adhere to constitutional you know, constitutional parameters, right? Um, meaning free speech, meaning all that stuff. Like that, that because it is a utility, you it has to follow under, like under under that, right? But the, but but the, that was the good. That was kind of a that was actually a good part of it. Like the the net neutrality stuff. The problem is you get rid of the you get rid of all the all of the you know you get rid of that and it's like okay because there was a whole there's there was some fucked up shit with it too but like you didn't replace it like you didn't you didn't act on some of the good stuff that was in it right no i i agree with that i think that net neutrality honestly i don't really see what the point of getting rid of it was like i'll be honest i don't understand the issue i've watched videos on it still makes no sense to me should have been a thing where they make it was was, part of it was just like it was like the red the regulation of what you can and can't do as an internet service provider right honestly i think they regulate because like having to deal with fucking comcast yeah they're fucking ridiculous like why you know electricity is considered utility why isn't the internet and you know they should go and put in place in there where you can't be denied access to the internet because you have certain political viewpoints that should have been added and they should have like also done some stuff so that like because apparently and i've been hearing about this too ever since the coronavirus thing um 
you know, like Comcast, they've been like, you know, they have not been expanding. Like they're given like hundreds of millions of dollars to expand across the state and they find ways to like, like loopholes in the law. So they didn't have to actually like truly expand. Mm. Consider, I think it was, yeah, what you call it, a zip code. You know, it, to consider it to be served, they only had to go and provide internet access to one, like, ad, like, person within that zip code. So you could only have one house in a whole fucking zip code with, like, 10,000 people, and you're considered served. Like, stuff like that, I think, should have been fixed so that, like, hey, we need to go and do just, like, percentage-wise of the whole population. Yeah, because you, cause okay. a lot of that, because, yeah, because getting rid of that in, in, in some ways has getting rid of net neutrality has given us a lot of these problems that like we have now with you know these 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 rogue fucking these rogue internet users that are just completely i mean it's not 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 in all ways but in some ways yes net neutrality didn't have anything to do with that net neutrality was all about like you know well, the net neutrality, that was part of the, uh, that the net neutrality thing, that was part of the, uh, what the fuck was it? it was, God damn, now I'm going to have to Google this shit. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. a part of something. We're learning more. It, it was, was part of something. If you were to go to a certain website, like you could go and throttle, like the ISPs can throttle access or like, let's say for Netflix, you could speed up access to Netflix, you know, and provide them different speeds from the ISP level. That's what I always thought was a part of net neutrality was the throttling, but I thought the other part was like, um, you know, what ISPs were in your area and what level of, you know, neutrality they had in terms of who they let the, uh, buy their service. No, because that, that's always existed. That was not covered in it. Because, like, okay. I know, like, my dad used to work for, you know, one of the major ISPs. And, like, you know, like they, they'd be so stupid with that. Like, honestly, there needs to be another law that does that because I don't think local government should be able to go and say, like, basically give sweetheart deals to these ISPs and say, hey, if you go and put our, you know, shit over here, you know, Comcast, you know, we won't allow any other competitors in there. No, that's that's bullshit. That's a form of monopoly, and I don't think yeah. that. Okay. But that and was that, never prevented with the regular net neutrality. Okay, because and that's why I ask because, like I said, that issue, I had no stance on it because I didn't understand it. I still don't understand because it it's so complicated. Everybody's a different definition of it. Everybody has a different like take on it. It's like, it's just well, why Trump actually even do anything with it because it what why what was wrong with it i i don't really see the problem to where because it, it did divide a lot of people it did but i i don't understand it i really don't I, the only thing i believe in and i don't know if this is net neutrality or not but i believe in these isps are oligopolies we need to have a level playing field with more competition and they can't discriminate against people for their political beliefs yeah, that was never part of net neutrality but what's well, part of it Cause yeah, cause it was part of the, uh, it was a part of the FCC about the, uh, the open open internet order. That was like, uh, uh, the FCC open internet order. But they they but what they did was they packaged that with the the throttling and all the bullshit that was tied to it. And then like so, 
like if you got rid of that you had to get rid of all the other stuff too which okay right that i'm okay with that as long as you deal with the other shit like there's certain shit that you you kind of got to take care of because like if you just say oh we're just gonna slice this fucking thing it's like well what happens to some of these other people because it seems like some of these people are gonna get dicked over which you know some people did get dicked over right so you gotta you gotta take care like and this is part of like the republican thing like it's like oh we're gonna we're gonna slash regulation which you know a lot of regulations bad right but you know there's some regulation that you know that's kind of good like and and so you want to make sure that if you're going to cut and most and look and and the thing is if if you're going to have a conversation like this you have to be honest with people and say uh there's a whole lot of regulation that's like intermingled right and none of it really like whenever they pass something whenever they pass any type of regulation now it's tied in with a whole bunch of shit that really isn't related to it at all oh yeah like, that's modern yeah. regulation look so, at like, the marijuana bill that they were like trying yeah. to it's like there's so much like you know i think a lot of people if they just said okay we're gonna legalize marijuana right and if well, you this were, is about decriminalizing right well yeah like decriminalize it from the federal level like a lot of people would be okay with that you know yeah deal with that shit. A lot of people would be okay with it, but no, they have to go pack in all this other bullshit in there, and that's when you get people to be upset as a way to be like, oh, well, see, Republicans didn't want to go and you know, support med- legalized medical marijuana. Well, no, it's because it wasn't just about that. You know? Well, what was in the thing? Are you, cause you're, are you talking about the thing that was happening today about decriminalizing marijuana? Like, yeah, there was apparently some, uh, some stuff in there, like, for Mark, I think it was like for, oh, we we're going to help like, some race shit. Mm-hmm. And you know yeah. what that is? Yeah, that comes from, hey, I need your vote. Uh, I don't know. Could you like, I don't know. I don't really know if I want to vote that. Okay, what do you want? Ah, uh, I want some racial funding thing thrown in there. Okay, we'll throw that in. Yeah, we got your vote now. You know, that's what happens. Well, poison, it poisons the whole bill. And yeah, I think you said that's a way to go. Oh, well, see, Republicans don't want to help out like you know people don't want to legalize legalize marijuana if you vote for democrats they'll legalize marijuana yeah you know because like honestly republicans i know they would never do it but they should propose their own bill that just fucking you know if anything just fucking legalized it and with no strings attached to it yeah that would be a good counterplay to because that that's the other part of it one part of it is like people throwing in stuff because they you know want something the other part of it is a total, you know, um, sabotage tactic. Like you said, they know Republicans won't vote for tax hikes, so we'll throw tax hikes and we'll raise some taxes. How about that? You know? Yeah, like, just to go, like, I, I was talking to some people. Apparently, it was supposed to, like, fund some sort of, sort of like, gun, gun control studies in a fucking medical marijuana bill. No, stuff like that. At least it's, it's just a study, though. You know, it's stupid. Yes, unrelated, but like your federal money going to the same shit they already did. So it's not only is it wasting money, it's going against your interests. Yeah. Well, the government sure does like to squander money, doesn't it? <laughs> uh... I, was, I was thinking 
watching a, I, I, I saw a, um, like back in the, uh, back in the good old days. Uh, no, no, just back, back a couple of years ago. I, um, I, the, I had a, the, there, there was like a flyer that I saw for, uh, when I was in Vegas and it was for the heart, it was, it was called uh, for the heart attack grill, which has anybody, <laughs> I've heard of that heard of it. Oh, right? I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. It's a really cool concept by the way, but I mean, they got some I'm hot nurses. Yeah. Huh? I'm glad it exists, but I'm surprised they have not been sued by someone who got a heart. Oh, it's, in Vegas. it's in Vegas. It's a, I think it's a, I think it's a part of, um, I think it's a part of some, um, casino or whatever. They're not fucking like, if it's a part of a casino, nobody's touching that shit. Anyway, anywho, um, so one of the, one of, one of the flight, like I was reading a page, it was part of the, the, this paper thing. Like when I was first in, uh, one, one of, one of my last, was it first? Yeah. Well, probably one of the very first times I was in, in, in Vegas. Anyway, uh, on, on the, uh, on the bottom, on the fine print area, it said, it says, oh, they tax them at like, I want to say at like 9%, like the state tax or Vegas tax was at like 9%. Um, it's like, uh, account for nine percent for our wasteful government to squander i was like i, I found that <laughs> funny i just found it funny that's um, great yeah oh speaking oh, of the net neutrality thing though apparently a jeep pie is stepping down the fcc chair trump appointed so net neutrality battle is gonna be back on well yeah oh it's definitely gonna be back on. the coming back i thought it was stupid to get rid of it you know it was it was one of those things where like yeah. You know, they it wasn't worth it. You know, there's other. Yeah, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Totally right. I do. I agree. At the with same you. time, like, though. But I was nothing's like, changed. I was okay with it. Yeah. If there was a plan, I was okay with it. If there was a plan, right? Like I'm always. I I hate when they fucking just say, "Oh, we're just gonna slash shit." Like, I'm like, mm. I, I'm on board until you just until you say, "Oh, we're 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 gonna do it without a plan." Like it's fucking barbarians who are probably into that shit. That's <laughs> Fucking libertarians, like man, we need to fucking deep dive into. They're this. just gonna, yeah. The libertarians, the libertarians are fucking morons. Like uh, you're gonna yes. be like, oh, we're just gonna, we're just gonna ride bare bones government. Like, are you fucking out of your mind? No government. Where we're going, we don't need any no government. government. We're gonna regulate ourselves. Goddamn it! Like, yeah. no, you're you're a retard. Just stop, stop, stop drinking the lead paint, okay? It's children. And, like, you know what's hilarious is like they're all like oh you know fuck government free enterprise is so great and then they get banned off of social media and it's like oh well like honestly like yeah, then they fine. go down the alt-right pipeline yep because they realize that their ideology is inherently shit yeah yeah well we do we do need to do a video on them like maybe maybe we'll wake some of them up we'll slap them out of their silly childish dreams what was that? I didn't hear either of you. We both were going in and out. Phil, you or Alex, you go first. Yep. Well, no, it's funny because like you're right with that that alt right pipeline. They realize that their ideology is inherently flawed, and then they fucking do the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. What were you saying, Phil? I was just saying there were a bunch of those tinfoil hat motherfuckers are gone. Yes. See, I don't want to go on a Q ramp, but like, there oh, are good... I, I think we do need a Q ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Shira Rand too, but I don't know. Look, I don't know enough about Q. Like I know you're bit lucky. Of- just, just you're lucky. I, Keep it that yeah, way. <laughs> I know a little bit pieces, but I don't know enough to really like know or give a shit. I don't know. Well, before I go on my quick Q rant, I will say like with net neutrality though, the one thing that tipped me off about and why I really didn't like go one way or the other is because I noticed this is one of the things I hate. It's tribal, I know, but it tells me some things, which is that. The left was really, 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 really pissed that Trump was even considering getting rid of it. And they were throwing this sissy fit. They said that they wouldn't be allowed to go on certain websites. They thought they were going to get throttled so badly and they were losing their minds. When he did repeal it, they thought the internet was done forever and nothing changed. It's like, that's right. I'm like in such a weird place on that issue because you see that shit. And it's like whenever I see the left liking something uh, and freaking out when Trump wants to do something, I tend to think it's a good thing. If they're freaking out over something he's doing, it's probably a great thing. And the more they freak out, it's probably a better thing. But it's like they they have this like doomsday scenario of like, like, and I'm even Googling it, and there's still these doomsday scenarios. Like this website has been blocked by your ISP. Add this website to your plan for $10 a month. That's not happened at all. Yeah, but that see, that's what the like honestly, the left. That's what scares me is because now we get Biden, let's mess up. It's a good point. We're gonna go and ban 4chan now. Ha ha. You know we can legally do that. Ha ha. Yeah, yeah, and that's why, like I said, don't have a stance on it because I just don't understand the whole thing. But QAnon, on the other hand, oh, do I have a stance on that? That's stupid fucking shit. So. Q and on. I will give you a TLDR of it, Phil. Do you remember Pizzagate? Not really. Okay. So in 2016, there was a... I'm going to call it a conspiracy. Because Pizzagate started off with this conspiracy that there's pedophiles running the world and they're deep in the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton has ties to them and John Podesta. Mm. Key thing to have there, though, is that there is a lot of grains of truth. They were one of the people that were red-pilling people on Epstein before the whole world was red-pilled on Epstein. Mm -hmm. They got Epstein right. Pizzagate got Epstein right. Look, it's true. I don't care if anybody says it's true. You, this really also came about during those WikiLeaks emails from Podesta's uh, emails. Do you remember that, at least, I think? That was a key part of it because when Podesta's emails came out and WikiLeaks was releasing them, there was this weird shit in there about like spirit cooking and the Comet Ping Pong Pizza place. And so it was a just a perfect storm for conspiracies to come from. Many of which turned out being true like Epstein. Many of which turned out to be still staying conspiracies. So it's like Pizzagate was like, you know, it's a mixed bag. I mean, if you want an honest take on it, it's a mixed bag. The left says it's all BS. Some on the right will say it's all true. It's really a mixed bag. I'm not saying to be a cucky centrist, but it really was just a mixed bag. QAnon is what I call a Pizzagate spinoff because it's one of those things that came from Pizzagate where there was this guy on 4chan. It got spread around to other places called QAnon. On 4chan, a lot of people are anonymous, so just like anonymous, 85972 in their name, or people who shorten it to Anon. And one of them was QAnon. And he was claiming to be this, like, 
CIA insider that was, you know, one of uh, slash our guys on the inside that was blowing the door open and revealing their big secrets as to what was going to happen. And it's a bunch of bullshit. And it's probably started by a troll. It's probably multiple people. And I'm actually convinced now it's controlled opposition. It's one of the stupidest fucking things. And every time I hear somebody mention it, it literally triggers me. Like, because it's just dumb. There's good conspiracies. You want them, you go to InfoWars. I love InfoWars. I love Alex Jones. QAnon, I freaking hate because it's just so stupid. Like, I'm on Wikipedia right now. And it has some examples of, like, their stupid predictions. They said that a storm would take place on November 3rd, 2017. There was no fucking storm of, like, some big thing that was going to happen. They said a major event. there There was a storm. Yeah, in, in like Florida. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they're right. See, and that's the thing. You actually you were very specific. You were very specific when you said storm. No, <laughs> no. See, you, you know, you joke, but that's what these people actually think. They like it. Q makes like a bajillion like I claims. Think Trumpy bear. Trumpy, I think bear. Trumpy bear. I am the storm. Yeah, I need to get <laughs> one of those. It's a wannabe Nostradamus thing too. It's like you have to fucking decode his like drops, and there's like there at least there used to be apps out there like for the QAnon drops. Oh god, where do these drops come from? Like, oh Sam's in the chat. Hey Sam, yeah we are on early. We're we're actually on a normal time for once. Boomers love QAnon, yes, and that that's the next part of my rant. But we're getting there. Like they they're like I think Mile Award at best when he said they're basically horoscopes. You know, people, those sort of people that, like, have a horoscope that's very vague, that can be right if you look at it one way and can be wrong if you look at it objectively. Because, uh, like, some of the other things they say, like, they said that the, um, uh, they said McCain will resign from the U.S. Senate. He never resigned. They said that Zuckerberg would leave Facebook and flee the United States. Last I checked, Zuckerberg is still the CEO of Facebook, even if he is a cyborg. They said Jack Dorsey would resign. Last I checked, he may be a cyborg, but he's still there. And they always say like something big would happen next week or that one of the here's another one. There'd be a bombshell revelation about North Korea in May twenty eighteen. There was nothing noble that happened. Like it's just stupid shit. Like, there's even, like, crazy... Okay, here's actual, like, big claims. That the CIA installed Kim Jong-un as a puppet rule. Okay, that's not too crazy. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. probably fucking true. Yeah. Well, okay, this says a March 1st, 2018 apparent suggestion that German Chancellor Angela Merkel's Adolf Hitler's granddaughter. <laughs> it's like, what is this shit? Well, they said he was going to be on the Grand Tour, like QAnon or something. Oh, God. I'd watch that episode. Yeah, that'd be funny. He's a CIA agent. Oh, my God. Like, fucking whatever their, like, version of the stick is. It's fucking, like, <laughs> It's cute. He's like a fucking riddle. Like, he kind of reminds me of, like, the Riddler. Because he just speaks in fucking, like, riddles. It but pretty much like, is. Q's posts have become more cryptic and vague. Gee, I wonder why. Allowing followers to map their own beliefs onto them, pretty much. Yeah, Sam's right. It's mostly nonsense. I'm tired of queuing on people emailing my podcast email endlessly. Yeah, see, Sam gets it. He fucking gets it. Look, I had people that were uh, recruitment calls during my campaign times 
that would tell me, and it always went along these lines. So did you see the latest Q video? <laughs> and, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, another one. You know, it's like they always said it in that way, and it was like, I was like, God damn it, another one. Yeah, I see the funniest shit on my face, fuck it. It's like, yeah, here's a QAnon drop, and it was like Trump actually won 410 electoral college. <laughs> That's the newest one I've seen. And, like, what? and they said that apparently California is now Republican. I'm like, okay. Oh, really? <laughs> is, is Puerto Rico a state too, and we're going to include that in the mix? It's just like it's it's always boomers. It's always these like people that want to that they're so gullible. Like they believe anything on Facebook, and it's like I wonder how the boomers found out about him. Honestly, I like, honestly do too. They're not the people that would go to four chan or eight chan or any of those places, you know. So someone must have like infected the boomers with this. And, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's probably pretty fucking hilarious. No, it like, is. Father, like go on the internet, and, like watch these like conspiracy videos like like fucking bitch shoot that's like half of their video like there's a there, there's a huge amount of QAnon videos on there i guess because youtube banned them which i don't think that's appropriate either but yes like, yeah i I'll, agree i'll see that shit and it's like these QAnon conspiracy videos and it sounds like some dude's like literally not taking his medication <laughs> yeah and it's just my issue is that it's just such cringe that, it, that the left is it's like a, it's it's hanging fruit for the left to say look how wacky these conservatives are you know and it's like it's just such cringe like i had one guy that came out and then like had a fucking q pin and i was like god damn it and these people always ask about it like they're like did you see the latest drop? And I'm like, did you, you knock on any doors? If you wear a Q-pin, you deserve to be made fun of every day for the rest of your life. Well, see, maybe second. A life of shame. You deserve a life of shame and brutal humiliation forever. Second. Well, see, even, even when you die and you're <laughs> in wherever the fuck you're going, right? Eternity. Like, you deserve an eternity of absolute shame. Well, see, if you're going to wear that gay Q pin. Anyway, go ahead. I think it's great because maybe, you know, maybe like the people in charge of like autism awareness should just go and change their pin to the Q pin. <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, that's, that's an insult. That's an insult to the autistic people, though, because, no, I know. Well see, well, see, like, I mean, it kind of makes sense of all these people. They probably, like, you know, like, honestly, if they're, if they're not a boomers, they probably are, you know, <laughs> on the spectrum. And, like, you know, they talk about weaponized autism. It kind of makes sense. You know, this is what happens when you don't, like, refine your weapons grade autism. You, you become a Q uh, operative. We're too powerful. <laughs> we're, we're, we're breaking too many conditionings here. Because, uh, look, I, look, I, I, I will say, you know, people love to always say, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but Epstein's kind of fishy. You know, they kind of like guide that line. I'm at the point where I'm like, dude, everything's bullshit. Like, the world's crazy. Like, you know, we're only scratching the surface on red pills here. But Q just goes in this, like, autistic offshoot that's just, like, it's frustrating because these people are believing stuff that's totally redonkulous. And it's... It's just God. I I don't know any Zoomer that like, like watches Q. And you got 
and you got so, so and anytime something odd happens it's like see i told you exactly right all along there's some fucking <laughs> there's some unrelated fucking pedophile that gets arrested in florida and like, see i fucking got i told you it's coming it's coming the fucking storm is coming like shut oh. the fuck up man <laughs> go, could you just go to a Go to a massage parlor and get jerked off or something, please. Like, I can't stand this shit, okay? See, my biggest issue is the left is actually fueling this because now they want to go ban these Q groups and it's, like, leading into their... Exactly. It fuels it. Allow them ...and allow them to get fucking ridiculed. I don't think it would have been as big, but now they're banning them. It's like, oh, well, see, he must be right. This is why I am the biggest proponent of free speech because even bad ideas should be out in the open for people to critique yes. and ridicule when they're kept underground or when they're censored people go it must be true because I, why else would they subvert it you know the only reason people like me can have a sense of humor that i do is because of people like them so <laughs> we, need, we need them we need them at all times <laughs> right yes yeah it's just god it, it's something that i i mean look pre my job I thought Q was like this fringe thing, and it's still basically is a fringe thing. But I was like, who believes in this? Like, I haven't talked to anyone that does. Well, after I did, you know, it really, really cemented my hatred for Q because I didn't give a shit. I went from not giving a shit about, from being annoyed by it to like hating it in like zero to sixty. It just in like three seconds. It just it's God. It's just so yeah. dumb. Friends don't let friends watch QAnon. Yes. Oh God, there's like a see. I love how on the Wikipedia page, like the picture they use is like about Q is like Mike Pence is meeting with some sheriffs and one of them has a fucking Q badge. Oh my God. <laughs> That's actually pretty scary. They had to. They had to make that wild fucking connection. Oh my they God. had to try to make that wild fucking bullshit. Like, How do you feel if, like, you get a, you know, you're getting pulled over by the police, you're speeding, and then you see him with a Q pin? <laughs> I mean, I have to be like, pretty because if you can, you know, if he can believe in Q and I, he can probably believe in a bunch of other bullshit. What's the you other know, badge like, there with like the fucking scythe and the axe? Is that like a RuneScape badge? Oh, I'm, hold on, let me see this. <laughs> Look at this I, shit. Oh my god. Siphon the badge. Where is See that? See to the one? left of Sheriff. That like a communist symbol almost? It looks like it's a pseudo communist. Dude, that has to be a gag. Like, yo, you're telling me like they probably have like cause I know because like in my in the the military like okay, so when I when I was still in the military, we used to like we used to put patches on our shit, like stupid patches on our shit, just to see if people noticed it. And if they <laughs> did, like, we're, we were always trying to garner a fucking reaction or whatever. I wonder if this is like the same a thing. troll. Like they put, yeah, like an ultimate like gag. I don't know. Because He's of the seem... age to be a Q guy. No, I mean, but I mean, nobody. You could be right. You could be nobody's. Right. Nobody's too old or too young to put a gag on somebody. Like that's, that's true. You know that's. <laughs> what were some of the best that ones that you guys like... did? What gag? Yeah, yeah, with the badges. Oh, the gags. 
Um, I I didn't really do it, but I see I used to see people that like they I I there was people that one guy had like a pat it was like a patch with like a naked woman on it and it was like <laughs> and they put it on the sleeve so that way like when, when somebody looked at it like it was just funny it was fucking hilarious like and the, but i mean it's like oh sorry i was distracted no uh, like um but it was just something like uh and then you had others that wear patches that that that, that say like I fucked your mom last night. <laughs> it's like, uh, like oh, I didn't. And then you have the the one douche douche leader that's like oh, I didn't know it was part of the I fucked your mom battalion. Like you gotta let me. Like it's like, I, but it, the whole thing was like, it was one of those things that like you had to like. You, to you wore these patches. You wore the patches, and if nobody get like like if you walked by. Uh, uh, like a, a high-ranking person, like whoever walked past, like the highest-ranked person throughout the day, would like we'd buy him like his meal or some shit like that. Like if we went out to like McDonald's or something like that, we'd like cover it or whatever. Mm -hmm. That was back when we, and that was back when we were still poor. Okay, so like that, <laughs> that uh, McDonald's actually mattered back then, but um. <laughs> But no, that was it. Like you, so so you get people wearing stupid patches, and then they walk by. Like, but the, but obviously, if you wore it, like the wrong leader could really fuck your world up. Like if you wore something like, you know, naked lady. Yeah, like or, or I fucked like, your mom. There's one patch that was it had like silly faggot dicks are for chicks. Right? <laughs> and it was like. Like, yeah, if you walk by, if you walk by a full bird colonel with that shit and the wrong one looked at it, you'd be like, you would be done for. Like that's like a walking sexual harassment complaint, and of like a fucking, it's just an EO complaint. Oh my god. Um, I, but yeah, but, but that's part of it. So but that was like part of it. Like you walk past people, and it would be like if they got a like. Like if you got away with, like if if you walked if you walked by somebody and they didn't see it or they just like, that was like points. Like and whoever, whoever had ten the points most to points Gryffindor. Would, yeah, whoever had the most points by close the day formation without removing the patch. Because if you remove the patch, it was all you were automatically disqualified. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. That's but whoever amazing. had the patch at the end of the day, I never played it because, but. Dude, this I'd fucker must have gotten like a thousand points being by the VP. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like serious shit for that. No, nah, yeah, no, you get in serious fucking trouble if you wear like the wrong pet. Like especially, like you would, you're definitely. I mean, the wrong lead, you could get in trouble wearing patches. Period. Like that. Period. Because you're not allowed to wear anything unauthorized on your uniform. But like, but if you wore something that had like like a a set of female tits on it like yo you you're like but that's like you know you're, you're offense like it's offensive to like other people like you're you're getting more trouble beyond that like there's yeah well no no, no. Fascinating. did you see anyone like do you know anyone personally who got into like some serious shit for that uh yeah i <laughs> i went um 
we were in we were in thailand <laughs> of course and then uh and one of my one of my friends he he wore he wore something with like a dick and balls on the patch right <laughs> and like and the 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 there was like a, a marine gunny sergeant gunnery sergeant that saw it and he was, oh shit yeah and hey, Sam. like he they made <laughs> him do push-ups sit up. they made him do push-ups sit-ups and all that shit like they smoked the dog shit out of him like it oh, was bad man. i felt bad because it was thai heat it was like 110 degrees out Ooh. or something like that and he was doing push-ups and sit-ups and flutter kicks or whatever it was bad like the, by the time he was done like I, I i don't know how he fucking survived that shit but it was funny i mean it was funny but you know <laughs> well it's funny you mention all that because there's some context here to this photo it says well, you what was that sam are we still talking q anon yes we I've are got... Well, I'd like to go and say that guy's wearing that fucking Q pin. He's probably getting all the fucking McDonald's we did in front of, like, fucking Pence. Well, so, like I said, there is some context here. It says on the photo here, on, like, the description, it says, U.S. Vice President Mike Pence with members of the SWAT team of, wait for it, Broward County, Florida, <laughs> which is where that... um school shooting happened shooting. Yeah, yeah that's right and it's had a bunch of shady election shit so of course it's florida you're welcome sam uh on november 30th 2018 the man on the left of the image is displaying a red and black q patch believe uh <coughs> users or sorry used by believers of the QAnon conspiracy theory the photo was tweeted removed and then substituted in pence's feed so this dude got on the fucking mike pence's twitter with this picture and the plot thickens. It says, detail of the photo showing the QAnon patch, the black and white patch to the left has been reported to be that of the SWAT team. Regulations forbid wearing either patch, and the deputy was reprimanded and removed from the SWAT team as a result. Yeah, like, I mean, I, my guess, I don't know. My guess... <sighs> no, man. It just it feels out... It feels too out there to be, like, like not a gag like i just feels too well, out there to be not a gag but then again you know i'm like i'm like a normal person so for me it doesn't how dare like... you so 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 here's so here's the thing with That's q i'm not normal at all but go ahead <laughs> none of us are <laughs> so so here's the thing with with q in in my experience this is why this is why they they piss me off so much because you because when when Q first came about, I was like, I had like a fairly open mind. I'm like, okay, can someone tell me what Q is? Oh boy. And and the thing and the thing what is is you you ask you ask people what Q is, and you'll get like three you'll get like three or four different fucking answers from various people. It's not consistent at all. That's and because then, Q's probably multiple people, you know, posing as well, Q, and they find different fucking pieces of it, so the puzzle is different. Okay, well, to that argument, I would say that, like, you know, the Trump base consists of different people, and yet we can all, we can all pretty much give a uniform answer as to what, you know, MAGA is about, right? Mm, Even that's though we're true. All, 
you know, there's other stuff too. Like you could talk about like Gamergate or something. Like you talk to different people, and they'd have, yeah, everyone probably have a different fucking response. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, I mean, but even even Gamergate has some consistency around it that QAnon doesn't. And and but here, but here's the best part about QAnon. Oh, right. I'd love to hear this. <laughs> so, it. So I used to get like about two years ago. For some reason, I, I was I was, and so now this is gonna fucking happen to you guys. So you're you're welcome. But I ran I, I went on. I went on the same QAnon rant like two years ago that you guys are going on tonight. So, a oh. bunch of Q, a, a bunch of QAnon people started emailing me. Oh no! And one of the and one of the things that like, one of the things that I consistently got was, well, Sam, believe it or not, you're QAnon. You're <laughs> Q. It, it's it's just like. It, I mean, it's, a scene, it's just like a scene straight out of out of like the Matrix when like uh, Morpheus is trying to tell Neo that he's that he's the one, you know, and he doesn't believe it. They they were they were trying to do the, to to, <laughs> to do the same thing with me, like you know that like I was somehow Q and I didn't, you know, you didn't even you know, know it something. yet, man. You were secretly the Q operative. You were the chosen one. You failed. <laughs> So, <laughs> right, but but that but that's what that's where that's where we're fu- that's where we're fucking at. Like, like the the Q the Q lore with these people goes so deep that like you don't even have to believe in Q, and yet you're Q to some of these people. So it's funny though. I I, I mean, to me, it is it is very entertaining to hear these like QAnon people. I mean, they're absolutely. I think there is an element like just listening to some of this stuff an element of mental illness some of the people who participate in q like either it's just being extremely gullible or it could be sign of you know potentially a schizophrenia you know where's a resident psychologist for me either <laughs> you know but i should ask her know. what she thinks of q she might not even know what it is like that's the thing like, a lot of trump supporters actually don't know what q is but yeah, right. there's like this cult in well, the base that does know, and then spreads. Well, people who have been infected by this like virus, this cancer virus was bad. You have fucking like QAnon like induced schizophrenia. That's pretty fucked. So, so my so my my stepdad is sixty is sixty seven, and he's a pretty and he's a pretty smart guy. And now that he's retired, like he's he's pretty can he's pretty conservative just like i am so now that he's retired he has started like finding out what conservative youtube is and i've kind of and i've kind of had to guide him a bit you know as to like what channels to subscribe to and whatnot good and all that stuff and uh he and so he started to hump to kind of stumble around q and i was like And I, I told him i said you know john you know so we we watched a few we watched a few QAnon videos, and so my my stepdad is like an English. He's not an English professor. He's a he was a carpenter, but he he had a degree in English. So he you know he's he's a really smart guy. So I I was like, so I had him watch the video and then like give his analysis, and he started pointing out like all the holes you know in in QAnon, and I'm like, 
And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, exactly. But a lot of a lot of people your age, they just buy into Q because it sounds it sounds good. Like one of the videos we watched together was that JFK was still alive somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just my mom a Q video to see if I love to see if she actually believes in that shit. That'd be fucking there, there, there was, there was, there was, there was this video that got. There was this video, and the the footage was of like some old like World War Two veteran, and the guy was like the guy was like ninety four, right? And I guess like in this video, the guy like he could have looked slightly like JFK, right? Like if he had been a, if he had like you know gotten old, um. So therefore, and this guy's you know in the QAnon videos, you know. In the uploader's mind, he was, and my my my, my stepdad goes, "This is insane." He, he even if JFK had been had never gotten shot, he wouldn't be alive today. He'd be a hundred and he'd be like hundred and ten years old. There, there's no way. Maybe he's so. with Elvis, you know, smoking weed in um, you know San Francisco in a bunker. Uh, he's uh, oh he's yeah, I guess. He's in a nursing home in New Jersey, man. <laughs> Swear to God, I saw it. Dude, I'm telling you, like, we need to go make a fucking video for Bit Shoot because I know YouTube won't let you play. I think you and um, but like, not for debunking. We should make our own video, like conspiracy theory video, just like all kinds of shit, and just be like, "Listen, man, I got the latest scoop of what's going on." <laughs> Well, I think Alex actually has some idea the other night when I was talking to him. He said, like, we should make our own queue, you know? Yeah, so I, well, I'd say we do, like, a video reviewing these, like, bullshit, like, claims Dude, and you're going like to make that. me, like, quit the channel, like, delete the channel if we do that. No, I said we do it on fucking BitChute because you yeah. yeah, but I'll yeah, still delete that show. Weird... It's so yeah, pissed. That would be, yeah, we would do it on, like, uh, yeah, BitChute or something that like... Fuck you. Like, yeah. Dude. Dude. Do it on, do it on, do it on Rumble. Do it, Rumble, yeah, yeah. do it on Rumble. If we do that, like, I'm gonna fucking delete the video. I'm like, I can't take it, or I oh won't be able God. to finish. You guys will have to do it because I probably won't I, be able to finish the video because I'll just get so I angry. Is, I know this is totally random, but do you want to hear another uh, fucking Thailand story? I love, I love those stories. You can, you can make your own fucking channel with your, own, with all your <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. Before you do that, I want to quickly add to the JFK thing because apparently Q followers think that not just JFK's coming back. There, there's an extra layer to this. JFK Jr. is coming back on the fourth of July, and he's been an avid Trump supporter that's been hiding in Pennsylvania <laughs> for two decades. Yeah, yeah he's, he. He apparently he sewed up his insides from that fucking plane crash or whatever, right? Of course, he just you know swam to shore, fixed himself up, and he's just you know just chilling. Some of that, some of that great fucking uh, New York medical care. Anyway, um, he'd be hiding in PA, like you know, where do you think JFK's hot? like? We should go and like fuck. He's a, he's hiding in a, in a, an Amish community. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if there's a place to hide, that's the place you want to be. Named to Hezekiah, and he's in a fucking Amish community. Oh my God, he's changed his last name to Stolfoots. Hezekiah Stoltzfus, and he's in a fucking. Uh, he's like an old man now, that's like a head of a church in in the 
Amish community. Oh my god, yes. He's the head of the Amish Mafia. Yes. <laughs> that's that's that has more layers uh than you'd think, Donkey, to that joke. <laughs> anyway, right. top it do, with Thailand. Do, do, do things have things have gotten so crazy with, with the whole QAnon thing that I kid you not, people are even linking Eddie Van Halen to QAnon. Anybody willing to leave Valerie Bertinelli is gotta be fucking kids i'm sorry no she was hot very bertinelli she was hot like back in the day eddie eddie didn't eddie didn't leave her she left eddie because of his alcoholism which is under which is understandable i guess so so i think it was like he was hot like she was fucking smoking all right anyway no, I think I, I mean, not really Eddie Van Ham, but like music people. I think one of the like lead vocalists or like lead guitarists for Rage Against the Machine, like apparently he was a huge alcohol addict and he became like a professional golf player because all he did, said drinking, he just went over to fucking play golf every time he got to drink. I don't know. You know who was super hot? Melania Trump was super hot back in that. No, she's still gorgeous now. Keep, keep it still gorgeous now. But you're talking like premier European model, like just. I will say I've I've been like less than three feet away from her. The pictures only show you so much. She's probably better looking in person. I I believe it. Oh my God! The 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 old school pics. Holy God! Holy God. Oh my Lord. That is like just not. Contain yourself, Phil. You don't need a. I mean, I mean, like. No, no. And you know what? You And you know what fucking started this? It was some asshole said that. Some asshole said that Michelle Obama was more attractive than Melania Trump. And I laughed. And once I got done laughing, right, I was like, in what fucking world is Michelle Obama even close to being as attractive as a fucking woman? I'm a sexual male, and you were looking at women, you'd probably think that Michelle Obama was very attractive. (laughs) If you're into dudes, you probably think Melania Trump, you probably think that Michelle Obama's attractive. That's what I was going to say. I mean, Michelle is hot for a dude. I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, I did. Look, there's better, but (laughs) beggars can't be choosers. I've seen better, man. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You silly little boy, you. All right. Let me get. Can we go to Thailand now? Let me get to my story, though, because I know I don't know how long Sam's going to want to be a part of this mess. Um, And so. my show is always a clusterfuck, so I'm happy to be, uh, you know, in another one. Okay, well, okay, well, well, look, look, Sam, we're always like, we're always happy to have you. Well, we're happy to have anybody because, like, it's nope. just a good time. It's just a good fun. We're 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 just three people just fucking off and having a good time. And when you only have like 264, you know, we lost a few subscribers. You take anything you get. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't just, we, we 
don't give a shit. We just don't give a shit. If we're just, we're we're having fun, we're talking about important shit, but most importantly, we're just we're, we're just three fucking people having a good time. Anyway. Uh so uh one one time one time we were in Bangkok one of time course. and uh we were get we were getting trashed at this club and of course um, we took a taxi back we, we we were taking a taxi back to the to the hotel and everybody was just fucking blasted like we were, I don't I don't think I've ever I don't think I ever remember drinking that much in my life like it was just like anyway anyway so um so it was like the three it was like three of us and like two girls three dudes two girls bad ratio man (laughs) no but i was like no i'm not not i was like i'm not fucking anything here (laughs) okay the ratio was fair though right what was that I said it's Thailand. You don't know if it's got dick or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not looking for surprises. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, we were driving back, and we we stopped. We were drive. Um, we're passing by uh, this sidewalk that had like, um, had this dude giving massages on the sidewalk. Oh, I, no. I, so he was like, it was like, they he had like a a piece of cardboard right on the ground and then you'd lay on top of the cardboard and then he'd need to give you a massage right so he's like so so my buddy kevin he's like hey stop man i'm trying i I need to get a massage man (laughs) you need to get a massage at four o'clock in the fucking morning what the fuck is wrong with you he's like no man and he winked at me i'm like oh fuck (laughs) This, this is gonna be bad all right but of course I couldn't like like he's like stop the car man and he just hands it. Wait, you guys were driving? No, he was in it. We were in a cab. Okay. Stop the car, man. And he and he tips he tips the track taxi driver. He's like, wait for us, all right? I need you to wait here for an for maybe a half hour, maybe. And 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 so he's like, hey, and he goes up to the fucking he goes up to this dude. He's like, hey man, I want a massage, man. Are you still giving out massages? He's like, he's like, yeah, uh, yo, I, I massage you, I massage you, I massage you. And then so he's like, he's like, all right. So he lays on, he lays on his stomach, and and so the, the guy proceeds to massage him. He's like, he's like, hey, can I flip over? He's like, he's like, okay, okay, you flip over. And so he flips over. He's like, he's like, <laughs> then Kevin goes, hey. Do you give happy endings, man? And everybody, the whole fucking car is just dying. Like, he wasn't serious. He wasn't serious at all. But he was just like, he was doing it for a gag. Like he's like, hey, hey, do you give happy endings? And he points to his dick, right? And he's like, hey, man. And uh, and and I'm like, and I'm th- I I got my hands over my head. I'm like, no, I'm not here. I'm not here, dude. I can't. Even, I'm. I'm not here. I don't see this shit. I don't know what's going on. Okay, and then he proceeds to pull his shit out. Like, look, look, man, look, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's like, no, boom, boom, no, boom, boom, no, boom, boom, man. I'm like, he's like, come on, man. I'll tip you extra. <laughs> he's like, look. 
He's like, I'll give you 20 bucks, man. He's like, look, I bet you only make that in like a fucking week, man. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, no, 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 no. No boom, boom, no boom, boom. No boom, boom. We're all like blue in the face from fucking laughing. Like, it, 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 it was just incredible. And then I'm like, Kevin, get in the fucking car now, you motherfucker. Cause, cause like, like me, I was thinking, cause like, cause you know, if you do that shit in the United States, you're, you're, you're now a registered sex offender, basically. Like, yeah. It, That's true. So, like, so me, I'm thinking like, dude, if you don't get in this car, we're going to end up in the fucking scooping our own shit in a Thai prison. Get in the fucking car now. Like, so yeah. Um, so that, that was my little story. And, uh, one of my friends just fucking reminded me of that. That's why. Oh my god! Were these like crowded streets or anything? Like, were there lots of people out this hour, or was it just dead? No, I mean it was four o'clock in the morning. I don't even know what the fuck this dude was doing on the sidewalk at four in the morning. But hmm. you know, but it was just like, it was just off the wall, and like he, like when this dude is drunk, he like, he just find random stupid shit to like get weird weird everybody out like he got he got his kicks off of weirding everybody out like that was his if if borat was a real life human being it would probably be this guy minus the minus the accent like yeah so like he'd be like yeah he'd be like uh i want to go i i want to go to a bar to one taxi driver he'd like you want to go boom boom? You want to go boom boom? And like, like you, like you know, boom boom is like a whorehouse basically. But like, he's like, yeah, I want to go boom boom, but I want to go with little boys. And like, and everybody's <laughs> fucking dying, right? Because like nobody, like, again, nobody takes him serious. But he, th- this guy had a, gave a straight answer, like where he, this guy, he had a, str- he had a normal look on his face. So he went over a couple back alleys, and he parked us right next to this fucking bar that had like boys that had like boys like dressed as like whore massage like it's like fucking nuts and we're like no drive drive away drive away and we were like all it was it was fucking nuts oh my god (laughs) why is thailand like this huh why is thailand of all places like this it's like the number one like boy pussy capital in the world. It's it is the number one. It's like it just has every um, it has every perverted um thing that you could possibly think of. Like I just I can't even think of any I, like I can't even think of things that they have. Like I I can't like there's nothing like I I still get stunned at many of the stories that still happen to this very fucking day. Our like, surprise uh, is literally around every corner there. Well, uh, yeah. I think their number one exports are like fucking underage prostitutes and STDs, you know? It's, <laughs> like, it's a shithole country, like, in terms yeah. of good shit, you know? He's like, I, w- like, I will never forget, like, one of the very first weeks I was there, I, I went... I went to the bar that was at the hotel that we were at and I, I, I had my, I, I, I'm a very, ba- I'm a basic bitch. I, I do crown and Coke. Right. Um, but like 
so I'm there, I'm drinking, and you know, we're I'm I'm watching, I'm wa- I'm watching um, whatever's on television. I think it was a soccer game, or whatever. Anyway, uh, my buddy gets back. He's like, he and he's fucking blasted. Right? He's like, you'll never believe where I was at, man. He was like, I was, I was, I was at this. I was at this bar. I was at this bar and the chicks give blowjobs, man. But it's crazy. They give blowjobs. They stick ice cubes in their mouth and then they blow you. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't I'm know like, if that's what I'd call blowjob, but, but yeah. Hey. I'm like, you got problems, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I, I looked at him. I'm like, you got problems. Okay. Dr. Phil couldn't unravel your fucking shit, okay? <laughs> All the shit that's going on up there. Yeah, there's there's nothing. Uh, you couldn't you couldn't hire a Chinese engineer to put your shit back together again, okay? Like I and I, I just like and it, that was like the first week I was the first week I was what? there. Oh, What's up? Oh, no. <laughs> That was yeah, that, and that's the guy. That's the guy I went to. Uh, Can you guys I, hear me? Yep. Yeah, I hear you. What's up? What's up, Sammy? Uh, oh, not much. D- Discord was just saying they couldn't hear it. it couldn't hear my mic for. Oh, well. All right. Did I t- did I tell you guys about the story about when I picked when I had to pick up this guy from a fucking massage parlor? Um, I don't think so. Tell that one just in okay, case. All right. All right. Um, so, uh, so that I think it was that same weekend. Oh. I think it was that same weekend. So jam-packed I, weekend. I, I wake up, oh, dude. Dude, the weekends in Bangkok were fucking outrageous. Uh, anyway, so I get up. I get up at like ten o'clock, and one of my friends is like, "Dude, Kevin's missing." Um. Uh, I'm like, oh fuck, where's Kevin? And so we're looking, we're knocking on random doors or whatever, and we're like, look, have you seen Kevin? Like, like, and so we go to the, we go to the, we go to the bar, and our platoon sergeant was wait was was down there, and he and he was like, he's like, dude, I know where I know where Kevin's at. You're not gonna like this, but you need to go get him. <laughs> and, and he's like, oh, he's he's at this he's at this massage parlor. I'm like, oh. uh, I'm like, so all right. So he goes, he he tells us to go like 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 he tells the 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 taxi driver, hey, you need to go to this this place. And so we go, and it's like this real. It's like a high, it's like a high class massage parlor. If you could kind of envision that shit, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, so there were there were there there were Thai Thai dudes with in suits that opened the door for us and you know opened the car door, opened the door to the facility. I'm like, all right, all right, that's crazy. So I walk in, and to the left of me, there's like there's like a nice a nice restaurant, nice bar. And then to the right, there's like a two-way mirror and just like rows and rows of girls, which have like they have like numbers pinned on on their dresses <laughs> or whatever. And then you go, oh, I want number so and so. The then, fuck. Yeah. Anyway. 
like some this is some cute stuff like if it were to happen <laughs> no but this is real this is fucking real sounds right? like a concentration anyway. camp but for sex right well, that's, that's probably what it is it probably beat the shit out of them if they don't get enough money anyway anyway so i'm like all right well i guess i'm not i sure shit wasn't eating anything at this fucking place <laughs> so um so i'm like all right well i'll i'll get a heineken fuck it why not that's you know so i have out uh, i have heineken. heineken fuck that shit well you know at least it tastes the same you know pretty much everything. no actually actually believe it or not believe it or not the heinekens there are a greater concentration of alcohol that because they they don't they have to make heinekens different here in america than they do in like in europe and asia and stuff it's just some oh, some regulation or some shit anyway digression got it um so i'm i have a heineken and now i'm like i'm about to crack open a second one and my kevin comes out of the back door right because because when, when you say hey i want to i want to pick a girl you're like you go you 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 pay the bar fee and then you go do whatever you do. Um, so, so I'm, I'm there at the bar and I see Kevin, he got, he, um, he has his, he's, he's buck naked and he has, but he has his pants crumbled up into like a ball and he's covering his junk right oh i think i remember this one and he's like this is the last time i'm ever going to this fucking place ever again <laughs> and then they're like and he's like oh hey phil what's up and he walked right to me i'm like could you i'm like motherfucker could you put your pants on before you start introducing reintroducing yourself to me like son of a bitch and then like and he's like, oh shit, you got a Heineken. And he grabs it. He grabs my fucking Heineken and starts drinking it. I'm like, you son of a bitch. What did you. First off, what was your mouth in? And you know what? Just keep the fucking Heineken, you prick. Like, yeah. So that was. Oh my God. And, and, then, and then that on the ride back, he's like, he's, I was like, I was like, what the fuck did you get kicked out for? He's like, well. So, so what happened was, you know, so I was with this girl, right? And, you know, after the soapy, we started doing our thing, right? The soapy massage, whatever. But anyway, he's like, so then, so then I like peed on her. I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with you? What the fuck is the matter with you? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, like, like this isn't an R. Kelly video. People don't like to get peed on. Okay. It's fucking Thailand. All that other shit. I I could find some tape for them. Yeah, I mean, probably, but I was like, look, what the fuck are you doing, dude? A high class. Dude, you know, yes. very- the answer is yes. The dude's out of his mind, obviously. But people yeah. wonder what if people want if people wonder why the uh and the army wonders why people think they're degenerates, this is the fucking reason why. So Well, he's special. Like I, he's I, really I, special. I how really how fucking special? How old how old was Kevin at at this time? Was he was he like he's about my age? But but at the time was he like was oh. he like a was he like a horny like nineteen year old or something? No, I was so so my first I was twenty. We, we were uh, uh, no I in fact I I was twenty he was twenty one he had already been there. Uh, the, 
the time he'd already done a rotation over there before we both got there. So he already knew all the ins and outs. <laughs> like, ins and outs. Oh, so yeah. he. Wait so a minute! He... I told I, I I told you guys about the uh, the 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 uh, the dirty show in Patia, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. You told me you, I know you told me that one. By the way, we're multi-streaming on the Whitfield Report channel okay. now. Oh, oh so fucking they, yeah! They're getting, story, so they're getting a taste of this wildness too, huh? Story time with Dictator Phil. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Sorry. By the way, uh, Whitfield verse. I'm, I, I apologize in advance uh, if you're looking for not not. Perver- perverted stories i i apologize in advance dude, dude uh, we dude we we just we just talk up how much i like boobs on the on the show now so it's better than the other subject that you like talking about <laughs> what yeah i'm not gonna say his name <laughs> what 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 big bird and that's what that's what we that's what we're calling him <laughs> i was gonna that, say that's... oh is that what you call him now is that what you call him yeah, big, big, yeah, big bird. That's he... actually great. So, well, actually, um, um you know, Phil, I, I'm curious. Like, after all this, like Thailand experience in your military, because you've told me a lot of stories. I've always wondered, mm-hmm. after all that, because I I've seen you in college. Did it uh, did it make you like refrain from a lot of that stuff and go, okay, need to cool it now? Seen enough, or was it just like? you know like what's the next high what's the next crazy shit i can find i yeah i mean i'm like because because of the mil- like because of the military i mean that i'm i'm sure that probably had something to do with the behavior the my behavior too but like like look i've look i, I i've buried i've buried more friends and more fucking people than i could count like i lost count of how many military funerals i've been to years years ago um there's a certain thing there's so many extremes that i've went through Mm. in my life you know and i'm like and it's just like uh i don't know i i i feel i feel i don't want to say emotionalist but like like i don't feel like there's 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 like feelings that you get like you're when it happens that i don't feel anymore Mm. i don't feel anything like that that surprised feeling that i used to feel you know like when i tell you those stories i used to be surprised i was like used to be like oh my god what the fuck man Mm that doesn't happen anymore like i i don't think i've ever felt that way in a long time like i've i've heard of that happening from some of my other veteran buddies yeah so you know it is what it is and you know and go like going to college like i'm like like i don't know i don't know i don't know how to react because like if i if you're like like the people that are the people that went to college they were like you know they're experiencing some of this wild shit for the first time. Mm-hmm. So it does something to them psychologically. For me, it's like, well, you know, I've seen some really fucked up shit. So there's nothing like, what the fuck? I'm like, 
like everybody like i i would see something i would see something like you know we, you go to you go to a party and you see some college douche trying to finger a girl in a fucking bar and everybody else is going oh my god this is nuts i'm like oh that's interesting because uh, i've seen it before like yo i'm like yeah. you've seen worse <laughs> yeah you've seen that in way yeah. worse i i've seen you know I've seen trannies try to blow dudes on the fucking street, man. Like, yo, like, but and it's like open too. Like, you know, you you go to <clears throat> you go to Walking Street or whatever in in Patia, and like, you know, you got like, you know, some of the some of the street walkers that are on Walking Street are like, I mean, they're fucking dudes. They're they're she dudes, but like you know and then just try to grab somebody's junk in front like what like i'm like i i, I don't i don't know it just does something to you. it just fucks your brain up mm. and like you know like oh you know now yeah. now and now anything crazy i see i'm just like oh that's interesting yeah i've i the reason i ask is because like the one thing i noticed by when i first met you was like i could tell like i i remember when i first like heard you speak like the turning point means i was like okay th- i really like this guy like he's fired up and he's like he's pretty cool he might be kind of like my other military friend rob and i was like he the same kind of mannerisms and tonal um you know cadences and speaking things i'm like i think he's military and i'm like i think he's seen some shit <laughs> i'm like this should be oh, interesting yeah. and it's like oh, yeah. it makes you wonder like Cause you seem very normal yet very much like you'd seen shit, you know. It's like I don't know how to describe it. Cause you probably probably yeah. understand what I'm saying, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, normal. That's that's a fucking yeah. What movie. does that mean? Uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What? What's up? Yeah. Well. Yeah. What? Yeah. What exact? What exactly? I, I I get what Sean is saying though. You seem fucking normal compared to the rest of the people out there out there well yeah because you get like people that are like really weird or really like out there like even with military people like it's sometimes you get ones are like really stiff and really like you crack a joke and it's like you know hey you can laugh it's okay you know not everything's serious some of them are like you can tell they've just been totally fucked up that they're like beyond repair and other ones so 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 one the only so so in Penn State, like I, I, I actually had a college girl ask me out, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> and 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 I asked her, and I asked her, I'm like, "Do do do you have like daddy issues or something?" Because I'm like, clearly I'm not. I'm older, okay. Clearly, if you could look at me, I'm clearly fucking older, okay. I'm not like, I mean, you could say that I'm not as old as some people, but like, but like, I'm clearly older than the college kids out there. Like, I mean, you know, and you know, like if your girl, you know, Hey, we should just hang out sometime. I'm like, I'm looking at her. I'm like, do you have daddy issues or something? (laughs) Like, yeah. And I didn't, I, and and that, and she's like, you're an asshole. And then like left. I'm like, and for me, I was like, Chad. oh shit. Yeah. 
I'm like, and, and for me, I didn't think anything of it, but I'm like, oh my God, it probably hurt, hurt this girl's feelings. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, just, but like, I'm serious. Like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Trying like, like yeah. talking to me? Like, like, I, I mean, like, do you not know how old, like I'm, I'm older. Like this isn't, this isn't Europe. Okay. We, here in America, we have standards here. Around, God damn it! You no, know, you fuck around with people your own age or somewhere. There's like a ratio, okay? Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're a drug dealer or a fucking sugar daddy or something like that. There's p. There's standards, okay? All right, standards. Yeah, that is weird. Like, I mean, if I, like, I I've seen, <laughs> we know of a particular person that goes um, a little younger than they should. And it's weird. Like, everybody knows it's weird. You know, that's like one of those things that's not even a, like, mystery or controversy. It's like, you just feel it and you know it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. if you're not feeling and knowing that, you're crazy. There's something there wrong is, with you. There is, the, there is the flip side of that, though, too. It's not just, it's not just women. There, there are, there are, there are guys my age who, like, uh, older, older women. Yeah. Shall we? Shall oh, yeah. we say? I, I actually, I, I actually, I, one of my, one of my friends who lives in, who lives in Colorado now. It's funny. I met him. I met him here in Florida, and then he moved to Colorado. <laughs> so go figure. But and he's reverse a, he's Uno. A and yeah, and he's a, he's a great guy. Um. Shout out to Brandon if you're listening to this podcast. But he um he was like he was hitting on my mom and like the fuck and like and like my mom is not an un, my mom is not an unattractive woman, but like clearly like my mom's in her sixties and you know like she's clearly old enough to be his mom too and it's just like one of those things that's like weird with with, with that being said i don't want to be too hypocritical because uh-oh there there are there are some women in, there are some women in the, in their 40s and dare i say even early 50s i would still that, fight christine brickley yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah christy brickley is I think Christy. she's, I think she's probably sixty too. Like I would probably, I probably still would. Christy Brinkley is up there. You mentioned you mentioned Melania earlier. Another yeah. one from Melania's era would be Angie Everhart. Probably the reason I love redheads. So well, it's one thing to be like with Melania, like whoa, she's hot shit, or to like look at like some of these like news anchors that are obviously much older and us go like, damn, that that's hot. Ah, that's beautiful but like to then go the extra mile slide into the dms and be hey we should hang out sometime at this bar downtown it's like whoa that that's action that's a that's a line crossed melania's 50 she doesn't look it but then again age Trump is a fucking Chad. He is. Fucking Chad. Because he's what, <laughs> yeah. 70 some years old? He's like 72. Fucking Chad, right? Dude, I, I mean, don't blame him. I mean, he I mean he got with uh 
Stormy. He got with, well, well, he, well, Stormy was a no. low, Stormy he, was a low point, but he got with he got with Karen McDougal when she was in her prime. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just trying to see what I'm talking about. She's a porn actress, isn't I know, she? I know Phil. No, she, well, she's a she's a she's a uh, she was Playmate of the Year. There's a difference. Oh, oh is there, Sam? <laughs> well, it's oh, I I do know recognize the name from all like the allegations that were thrown at him, but it's I think what's crazy though, to be honest, is like when you get to his level of access in the world, where you're around the people he's around. I mean, I gotta admit, like, how could you not be single? And how, like, look, you could be the greatest guy, but it's probably gotta be really tempting to stay loyal and commit in marriage when you have all these, like, hot asses and tits around you. I'm not saying you should do, obviously it's wrong, but the temptation's gotta be insane. It's like, it's almost unsafe to be married at that point. That tells you what kind of fucking awesome woman Melania must be, though. Yeah, she puts oh, up with that. God. No, I mean, I'm saying to have somebody, to, to, to have a billionaire, a billionaire rich, multi, like, uh, real estate fucking intelligent human, just an ab- absolute intelligent human being with unbelievable access to all kinds of like gorgeous artillery Mm. (laughs) and and melania like is that awesome of a fucking person to reel them in like yeah like yo i mean like yeah but but i mean she she's a like melania is a very like there's i mean i mean obviously she's very very attractive but like there's like a there is a powerful presence to her that like that I can see that just draws people like mm-hmm. that can just draw people. Like, well, you've, she, seen her. You've, you've been around, you've been around her, Sean. Like there's that presence. That's like, like almost like an aura. Like I get it. Like you could look at her and go, I get it. Right. It's very beyond interesting the, because like beyond, when beyond the looks, there's like, a, I get it. Yeah, it's it's really, you know, maybe it's because, I mean, I was in the campaign mode, so take any of what I say with a grain of salt, but, like, I was, first, like, there's a little element of surprise because it sounded like she was going to be the one coming, and I kind of expected it, but when she walked out of the basement and came to where we were, it was really just, it was kind of I want I'm I'm gonna say weird, but I'm not saying that in a negative way because it was like she felt very much like she belonged there, like there was a presence and it was very normal, and she looked like who you thought she was. Like a lot of these people, like you look at them on TV and you see them in person, you're like, shit, I didn't expect them to look like that. Like she looked like how you'd imagine, and we probably have high expectations for her, but at the same time. Like when Kellyanne was talking, when everybody else was talking, like Melania just held the fucking like air. Like she sucked the oxygen out. She was the central piece. Like it, I'm not saying this in like a silly way, but she kind of has like a presence of like, like an a, angel. You know, yeah, it's like, it's like an elegance. Whoa. There's like an elegance there. Like, 
Like, like it's 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 a complete command, a, a social command of wherever she walks. Like, it, it, you could tell, you could tell. Like, she was definitely. It was. It's almost like, like to me, what it looks like is like she was born to be the first lady. Like yeah. That, that when I see her, like when button. I see her, I'm like, she was born for this role. Like, I. So I'm thinking like. So that's what that's why every night I pray that Donald Trump gets four more years of this. <laughs> Please give us four more. Please don't let don't let us have it this good and then just rip it away. Okay, we got the God. Just give it. Give us more. Yeah. Right? Now, can I tell you guys some something though to that to the end? And I don't. Don't misunderstand. I, I want Trump to. I definitely want Trump to get four more years as well. But at this point, like, I'm not as depressed as I was a month ago. Uh, if, if Biden wins, because you know what? I'm going to I'm going to keep on doing my fucking show. And I you know you guys are going to keep on. We'll still have content and shit to mm -hmm. talk about. I mean, I I fucking started in the Obama, you know, in the in the fucking Obama era, and you know, I uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make fun of old man Biden, and then if if the bitch becomes president, which she will <laughs> most likely, I'll ha I'll have I'll have a field day with her. So, well, we were talking about this earlier because we kind of disagreed as to how we thought things might go and whatnot i i kind of feel you sam because i was actually i think more down when the day after the election when i saw those states go because that gave me the oh shit feeling and had kind of a spike of optimism that went down went up a little recently it's kind of down again but what i've been saying though because i look at just the raw numbers that we do have is that Regardless of how this goes, and I fucking hope to kingdom Kyle that Trump wins, but win or lose, we have 10 million new people in our movement. It's bigger and stronger than ever before, and it's trending in the right direction. It's it, it, MAGA America First is forever. It's only going to get bigger and better. As long as Trump is in this game still somehow, and he will be, you know, I mean, we're going to hopefully find more prominent people to carry on the torch in the future. But it's 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 really a bright future we have, honestly. It's the game has changed. And when you've seen that Georgia rally, people chanting fight for Trump. The people are behind populism. The people are behind nationalism. They're behind Trump. The people well, are not behind the Democrats, and they're not behind the elite, and they're not behind the Republican Party. It's a very important thing uh, to observe and to learn as we continue. Mm-hmm. Well, here, well, here's what I said, and and, and by the way, hello, chat. Uh, Jen, Sean is actually younger than I am. He's not an old, he's not an old guy. Does somebody call me old? <laughs> who who, who the in the chat called me old? Here's, 
here's the thing. Sean and I uh, both sound a lot older than I am. I'm 25. Sean's 22. You're close. Very close. I turned 23 a couple months ago. And then, Phil, I, I, Phil, I just found out you're 40. So, mm-hmm. happy, right. happy belated. And I, I, I feel I and I feel 45 after 2020. So we're even. Um, <laughs> Feels like nah, man. You haven't seen shit yet. Oh, oh, geez. <laughs> if, if if this shit continues to go downhill by the time I'm 45, we're 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 in trouble. But uh, we we've got like, problems though. I mean, we got pro. The one thing, the one thing that really kind of bothers me with the whole political thing, and you know. And, and 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 anytime somebody says oh well we have oh well we've we've had bumps in the road before we've had ebbs and flows and all that stuff the the the, the thing i always think like look, the one thing uh for me is we've never had a fucking op- like uh, opposition like china before mm. like china has gotten stronger they've gotten more um they've gotten richer their military is stronger their military tech is stronger um that that is that is true but i feel like this shit is but at the same time phil like i kind of feel like in regards to china i'm not i'm not disagreeing with you but i kind of feel like I, I feel like this was bound to happen anyway with China. Like we were going to have to confront them eventually anyway. I mean, they've been they've been in the in the uh they've been in the they've been in my window since like the early two thousands and like even going back to the even going back to like the you know even going back to the early eighties people were we're saying that, uh, you know, um, you know, that they were going to be a problem. Yeah, they, I mean, it's, it's obvious that they're, like, China is playing, I mean, dirty is an understatement. Dirty is the understatement of the fucking lifetime. Well, like, like you're talking, you're talking about, you know, the ridiculous, the re- ridiculously predatory trade deals with other countries, the fucking the the mass slave labor force that they have over there. The, um, it's just the 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 IP theft, the like. It's just, it's insane. Like, it's just insane what they got, they they have going on over there. And like, but it, it but it, but it's, but it's nothing new. That's my, that's my point. Is all this, all this shit has been going on in China for decades. We've just never had to pay for it. We've just never had to be aware of it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I feel like if, like if we got four more years of Trump, I think stuff changes quickly. Stuff.
stuff changes absolutely quickly, even just from. Oh yeah. But like, I know that's wishful thinking, but like at this, at this point, I mean, I, I mean, you, I mean, anything's possible, you know, like the Supreme, if a, a one Supreme court ruling could fucking change literally everything, but that's, I know that's borderline wishful thinking, but you know, Hey, a guy can dream now. Um, but, uh, but it's uh but how they're behaving from you know like especially like they they china really wasn't able to like to financially take over countries like they are now like they're able to like like what they're doing to europe holy fuck what they're doing to europe my god what they're doing to like england and italy and like germany and like what they're doing to australia it's like it's it's nuts it is fucking nuts and no dude i i hear i hear you loud and clear and and to and to answer jen's question in the whitfield report chat uh i mean Probably, probably, pro- to answer probably not Jen's question, probably not Trump doesn't stand a chance. Like, that's what I'm saying. Realistically, Biden is going to probably become yeah. POTUS at that point, unless, unless the Supreme Court does something, um, because fucking Sidney Powell's thing was fucking bullshit. Uh, release the, release the Kraken. Yeah, there was nothing with the with the crack and uh i mean no i mean i mean what she said was i mean it was i and 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 we talked to sean and i talked about this too like i mean it's the information that she had and the affidavits i mean they're legitimately like you know they're legit the problem is you don't have um you have an enforcement problem like like the the doj is not going to give a shit the fbi is not going to give a shit because a lot of them are fucking establishment too you're you're dealing you're you're climbing uphill when you have an establishment that's like that wants to take power like trump is one of those like he already has power he's trying to give it back to the american people but these establishment people they want to gain power like they're they're they're, they're exactly looking, they're constantly looking for ways to strip us of our fucking rights and that's both sides that's that, that's left and right um but so i mean the dominion i i believe all the stuff that that she says about dominion i believe it all um, i mean i mean too i just my my problem was in instead of you know just talking about the the thing you know they needed to they need to get the stuff before the supreme right court, so. well i mean they 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 you bring it up and it's supposed to be investigated but you have a doj and an fbi and a congress that's like eh, we don't give a fuck like it i mean that's that's the problem it's an enforceability issue like people that you you they're, they're supposed to and 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 the problem is because there's an establishment class um you're not going to get the same 
treatment. Like it, like President Trump's getting fucked because, like, like, like really, if if the roles were reversed and Biden was the one that was getting hosed, bet your ass there's going to be fucking investigations up the wazoo, right? We we saw that with with Donald Trump with the fir- in the first time, the first fucking term. They never let that shit go. Like they had investigations up with Russia collusion all up the wazoo. Bullshit. Bullshit investigations. And like you're the 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 level of probable cause for that shit way lower. Way lower than the fi- what we got right now on Joe Biden. Like way lower. And and nobody's giving a shit because it's the establishment. The establishment's like, well, fuck you guys. Like, you know, we're, they want to get, and this is, this is part why I'm like, people are <clears throat> like, like I, I was telling, I was telling Sean that we, uh, that I have friends down in Georgia. I, I lived in Georgia for almost six years. I have plenty of friends in Georgia. Most of them are like, uh, if, if Senator Perdue and Leffler are not, you know, if they don't do some, if they don't do something to support Trump, uh, some of them are not only not going to vote for Perdue and Leffler, they're probably going to vote for Warnock and Ossoff just out of spite. Like, and, uh, and, and they, they, that opinion hasn't changed. Like even they said that a couple of days ago, and and then I asked them. I just recently asked them after the uh, after the Trump rally, and I was like, "Oh, have you, has your opinion changed?" Is like not in the fucking slightest because, like, no, I. It's about time somebody holds these people's feet to the fucking fire because, like, Team MAGA has given them, pretty much everything they want. They've given them, you know. They've voted for them. They've, you know, embraced all their, you know, embraced everybody, gave them everything they want. And it's like, and now that, now that we're at a point where Trump needs them the most, it's like, eh, we're distancing ourselves from this guy. It's like, well, all right. I guess we're going towards socialism. I, I, you know, just to try and, and it's, and and you hear people, you hear GOP people saying, "Oh, well, that's dumb. We got to save the republic and all that." I'm like, I have no problem saving the republic as long as they do their fucking job, right? Right. I mean, at, at this point, I'm more. I guess my point is, I'm more concerned with the with saving the country as a whole than I am the GOP. The, the GOP. Yeah. I feel like at this point isn't going to do shit to stop Biden. Well, I mean, I I I like the i I like the idea. I mean, as as much as do I think do, do I think that I I think some of them are still going to vote. I mean, I, I think some of them are still going to vote for Leffler and not uh, a Purdue, but like, but I I do love the idea of holding their feet to the fire and holding them accountable. And if that means you got to put, you got to put your fucking vote as, as a bargaining chip, Hey, do it. I'm okay with that. Like, I, I, like how many, like, I don't, 
like because really they got until january what the the elections january 5th you got until january 5th to start making some fucking moves right and i mean you know get to get to stepping you know and it's like oh we can't do nothing here in georgia like you have you have a republican governor a secretary of state you got a senate you got uh, a house of representatives you got literally everything literally the republicans literally have everything in fucking georgia you even got you got democrats you have vernon jones right the fucking democrat on your team like you better get you yo give him something just even if it's a fucking tweet like something give these people something could they have been really could they have been given a better hand honestly like literally they're, they're so scared stacy fucking abrams that fucking like no there's there's just scared of anything they're scared of anything anything that involves work yeah anything that involves work well, they picked the wrong profession. Well, actually, no. They probably picked the right No, they one. picked the right profession. <laughs> no, they, they, that's exactly. Well, now, I mean, look, I'm telling you, I, I love the, I, I, do I, do I think that it's a, do I think that's, a, I, 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 I was telling, I was like, look, I think some of these people will probably end up voting for Leffler or Purdue, but I, I'm, I'm more than okay with holding these people's feet to the fucking fire. Like I'm more than okay with that. I think I think we should be doing that shit more often, right? It's kind of like did. it's kind of like Democrats with a black vote. Like, and you saw a whole bunch of it, it, a whole bunch of African Americans going, "Hey, what are we getting out of this?" Right? You've been we've been voting for y'all for fucking decades, and we ain't got shit for it. What what are we getting out of it now? I think there's a, a similar sentiment with the MAGA vote, right? Yeah. Look, we we. We've moved mountains for y'all. What the fuck are we getting out of out of this? Very similar sentiment. Well, I will say this, and I can't believe I'm I'm a, I'm about to say this, but I I love, I actually love uh, AOC because me a, too. Because AOC has driven a lot of like moderate Democrats to to the becoming i wouldn't say like hardcore concerns but she's driving people away from the democrat party yeah because of how because yeah no, of how... agreed that and what well, well well you look at trump right trump himself he's got a slice of his base is moderate is not really republican like you have you have a lot you do you do have democrats that embrace donald trump you have hell you have you have people that would probably otherwise be socialists that embrace donald trump because part of part of his part of the part of the thing that attracts people to donald trump is he's anti-establishment he's probably one of the most anti-establishment presidents that we've ever had and so it's like, like you they're not tied to the gop like the the team MAGA is not tied to the GOP. In fact, they would have no qualms going to vote for the other anti-establishment candidates, which a lot of them are on the Democratic ticket. You know, you they have no problem going 
that direction. Um, so they might want to think twice before they, you know, just take MAGA, the MAGA vote for granted. Cause you know, there's not, they're not, there's not only not going to be people voting for not voting for you, but they're probably going to vote for the other guy. Right. So they really got to be careful and saying, eh, we're not going to do shit and playing this, this game of ch political chicken with the with the MAGA base because they they'll fucking surprise you. Right. I have friends. I literally have friends down there that are saying the same shit. They're like, "Look, there's there's a whole lot more of us that feel the exact same way," and that that got my attention. And that that's like that's what I I was trying to tell people. I'm like, "Look." You, you, you got to understand you better start doing more or else you're going to fucking lose. Even the people, even the people that are like on the polls, like they're saying, Oh, well now I'm hearing some of these people, some of these Twitter assholes are like, um, Oh, well, Kelly Loeffler looks like she's up in the polls. So she, she's going to be okay. Like, really? <laughs> Really? You're going to you're going to go buy another fucking poll again, right? We're going to do this fucking game. I'm literally telling people like, look, you got you need to fucking embrace what the fuck I'm telling you because I'm we're seeing it and anecdotally, right? And uh, and uh, real quick, I do want to address that kick point. I'm not I'm not giving up on Trump and I don't think anyone here is. Yeah. But what but what I'm saying is I think I think the MAGA movement is a lot bigger than Trump. Oh no, I agree with that totally. I've never not agreed with that. I've never not agreed with that. I'm saying uh, this this part right here um, is more uh, what the fuck are you doing for us? Because Team MAGA is not Team GOP. Like we're not this. This isn't going to be the party. This isn't going to be the party of Mitt Romney that fucking just lays down and fucking takes it, you know. Like this. This is the these the MAGA group are a bunch of fucking fighters. They're a bunch of fucking fighters. Like these people think, like the GOP people think that Team MAGA is just going to kind of lay down and just let them let them have like give them their vote and give them the power and give them all this shit like and ask, and get nothing in return it's like they're we're not like look like, team manga's not playing that fucking game i will say too while i do agree the maga movement is in some ways bigger than trump i think it's important to realize right now that the movement cannot continue without trump and i bring that up because it's not ready yet and we're already seeing it. And there was a piece written by Ann Coulter in Breitbart, and I believe on her blog, it said Trumpism without Trump, and she was kind of cheering it on that he lost and that we were moving on with without him. The MAGA movement will continue. The GOP might not. Yes. But her point, though, was that Trump, while he created this great movement 
and awakened a lot of people, failed on all his promises, betrayed his base, and was basically terrible. And she thinks people like DeSantis and others will be better. I like DeSantis. I like Gates. I like a lot of people coming out of Florida. I like Sam. They're there. <laughs> all of them are there because of Trump. Exactly. Literally all yeah. of them are there because of Trump. Yeah. That. Yeah. Well, th- those those people who are saying that that they're giving up, and I'm I'm not I'm not one of those people who's giving up on Trump because he didn't, you know, because he didn't do X, Y, or Z. That that's crazy. And yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I, I that so and I think that's what Fat Cake, Fat Cake Boy was kind of, you know, asking. And I'm I'm not. I'm not in that boat at all. What I yeah yeah, what I'm right. You you have you have, I've noticed two opposite extremes. Like you have, you have the Ann Coulter, you have the Ann Coulter types who are like, well, Trump didn't do X, Y, or Z. We didn't get the border wall built fast enough, so therefore, yeah. fuck Trump. I'm abandoning him. Right. You know and how. Then, that's and stupid. Then, you know how, it, how hard it is to build a fucking wall, a 2,000-mile wall? What the fuck is wrong with these people? And it was never stuff. going Go to ahead. be a 2,000-mile wall. It was no, no, going to no. be where we needed it, and he pretty right. much did that, I'd say, about 85%. He well, and did. The, no, he well, the, the, the wall, the, the amount of wall that's been done has been nothing short of fucking amazing. Nothing especially considering how much he's been blocked. Mm-hmm. By not just yeah. Democrats, but also Republicans, and this is where, and I, I don't want, I want to be clear, I'm not throwing you in that boat, Sam, but I, I, I know where you're coming from, but I think still, even when saying things like that, that I do agree with, we need to be careful because what Anne is totally wrong about is that Trump is people again, like I said, people are loyal to Trump and they follow him and they listen to him. When he's gone, we're lost. Okay, we maybe us three aren't, but like the movement's lost because they don't have a leader. Trump is the leader of this movement, and look, we've had—I I have to say—I I bring him up often because I, I follow everybody on the spectrum. But this is one thing you may agree with Nick on, Sam, and I don't—I'm not a big fan of Nick Fuentes, but he was—he was bashing Ann Coulter for this because he said, "Look, we've had Trumpism without Trump for the past few." You know, weeks here technically because people have considered him "quote unquote" uh, the loser of the election. And what are we getting? We're getting uh, Dan Crenshaw coming back. Uh, we're getting Nikki Haley coming back, and all these other people. They're throwing Trump under the bus and trying to turn things back to normal, not doing shit. Trumpism without Trump is doing pretty shit. So okay, yeah. You know. I mean, I, and 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 look, I I I get that and. But also, and I, I don't, I'm not saying this because I dislike Nick, although I do, but Nick is not going to be the, Nick is not going to be the de facto leader of no. the, at least, at least he, at least he better not be because he, he is, I, I will say this, he's, he's, he has kind of t- toned it down a bit to where I can like, to where I, I to where I don't completely I am as much as I used to, but um, I do like how he's kind of I almost say matured, but like like you said, toned things down. He he could become a very valuable, effective, well, you know, asset to this movement if he keeps going in this direction. 
Well, so I I think you've heard me talk about my admiration for for Breitbart, not the news organization, the but man the man, the Andrew Breitbart. This is yeah, well, it, yo. By the way, by the way, Sam. Uh, did you notice? Did you notice how Julie? Okay, so the Trump's legal team, and we were we Sean and I were talking about this on Periscope, how they they're they're doing a typical Andrew Breitbart move. Like to me, what they're how how the legal team like Giuliani and Ellis, uh, how they're handling the legal stuff, is very Andrew Breitbartish. It's like they're they're dropping information they're letting they're letting the press and and politicians react to it like they're they're trying to debunk it and then they're releasing more information to debunk their shit like it's just like that's the typical andrew breitbart move like andrew breitbart used to do that shit like he used to go he'd used to drop a story and then when the mainstream media would try to debunk it or like, where's the proof? Oh, you have no proof. There's nothing like that. Then he dropped the proof, and then to, to make them look like total shitbags. Like that was, it was like, it was such a genius move by Andrew Breitbart, mm. and like, it was like this psyop, like it's this this press psyop shit, <laughs> and I could see it. I could see it with Giuliani and Ellis. Like I see. I see some of those same qualities and that to me that like, you know, cause I know you were a big Andrew Breitbart fan. And so like, I, I had to kind of see what you thought about that. See if you thought anything similar or like, yeah, I've, I've I mean, so here, here's what I, here's what I will say um, about Breitbart. If, if Breitbart were alive, MAGA, MAGA, if if Breitbart were still alive, MAGA would have happened way earlier, like back in 2012. He was he was laying the groundwork for mm. MAGA with his with his CPAC speech. Yeah. The 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 the, the, pro, the problem is, it, I'm not saying that like I'm perfect, but the 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 problem the problem is is that we have. Is that we either have these people who are like really, you know, they're either they're either like really, um, they're either like really well spoken, but they're kind of like, you know, a little too posh or a little too pushy, mm-hmm. uh, pussyish, right? And you know, they're, so they're ineffective because of that. And then we have the people like Nick who are effective. But they end up burning the whole fucking house down in the, in the process, which is not what you want either. Breitbart, yeah. Breitbart stuck the perfect balance of like being pithy and you know cool. That's that's what I'm trying to do with my show and why I like you guys. Um, and also, um, I mean, sadly, we're about ready to we're about ready to lose Dennis Miller this coming week because he's retiring. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's mm. he's uh he he's he's retiring. I might well, I don't want to announce anything quite yet, but seeing as how he's probably been being been my biggest influence in the podcasting sphere uh besides Rush, I might 
see if he'll come on the Whitfield report down the road, but no guarantees mm-hmm. because I know that he likes his privacy as well. Yeah. But um, that'd be awesome, though. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. The, I mean, so basically, what I'm trying to get at is, like, yeah, I obviously want Trump to win, and I want Trump to succeed, but like, I, but like, I, I was really. I was like really severely depressed, you know, at the beginning of November. And I'm kind of at the point now where I'm kind of like, it's not that I don't care. I just know that we have to move forward. Right. And Mm -hmm. I know what you mean, because I, I, I kind of went through my emotions quickly because I mean, look, I worked on this shit for like six months. I put all my blood, sweat, tears and car (laughs) into this and yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, you were, I mean, you were, you were literally working for you know the campaign. I was just doing my regular talk show that I've done for years, but you were actually on the front lines of this thing. Sean. Yeah, I mean, I was doing it twenty four seven for six months, and it was stressful. I took time away from my family, my girlfriend, made big sacrifices, got into a car crash, all this shit, and. The Democrats hit print on a printer and, you know, fudge some mail-in ballots and they stole it. That's all they did. And it really took me down. But I think what the one thing the campaign kind of, and also my time in college, kind of like re-engineered in my mind, kind of rewired my mind to adapt quicker. I've gotten better at it. I'm that's one thing my girlfriend said about me. She's like, one thing she knows was that I really adapt. And I kind of have been able to kind of speed that up. And when you're in a campaign, you kind of, everything's at light speed. You're moving quick, you're talking quick, you're acting quick, you're doing everything quick. And I think what I kind of rewired in my brain was to adapt to this quickly. I went, okay, I've done what I can. I can now make phone calls and make sure that cancel ballots should actually be canceled. I did that to help stop the steal, but what's next? This is all I can do is literally sit here and make phone calls. What else can I do? Like, what, what, where are we going after this? How, if it goes this way, what do we do? If it goes that way, what do we do? And I quickly just, I mean, seeing that we got 10 million more votes really just made me so happy to see that this is growing. He didn't lose any support, like some people were saying. Like, oh, he pissed off, like Ann Coulter. Oh, he's pissing off his base. He's losing support. No, it's not what fucking happened. He gained support and is bigger and better than ever before. And so I start thinking, what can we do next to keep the momentum going? And, you know, whatever happens in 2024, how can we set ourselves up for success? Because um, it's all about keeping your eye on the ball, keeping forward, because this is a mass demoralization campaign that you're seeing. It's information warfare designed to de- demoralize yeah. us. And it's kind um, of like at a point when you can see through that, which yeah. I think we're all like going higher up on this like hive mind 4d chess shit like once you start seeing the game and what they're doing you can like literally just like toss it aside you like you know it you get the game and you just go for it yeah i i i i agree with you totally though sean which is why i'm like i'm actually i'm actually more gung-ho for trump 
than I've been in a in a while. Like I mean, I I was always kind. I was always that way, but I'm even more now. I'm like, look, we've got we've only we've only got a couple more weeks, maybe. Um, let's see what happens. Let's go. Let's, go. let's see what happens. I mean, I mean, think Trump will declare martial law. Look, I don't mind if he does. If if he does, good on him. If if there's anything that we've learned about Donald Trump over the last what almost four years, uh, we've learned that this man is unpredictable. That is that is his thing, and he uses that to his advantage. And I'm surprised that more people don't do that. Like more people aren't as un- unpredictable because. You know, predictability in the political world is a terrible fucking thing. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> so yeah, I I wouldn't rule it out. You know, I I mean, I, I of course you're gonna have those weird people that are like ah, like we were talking about, like we were joking about <laughs> the ah, cute people. Ah, we're gonna do military tribunals and ah, fucking like insurrection act and. Start shipping people to Guantanamo Bay, and uh, like no, is that that's that's a fantasy? But like, but again, I can't, I can't rule it out either because it's Donald fucking Trump. Like I can't because it's crazy talk. Martial law is is crazy crazy talk. talk. It's not gonna happen. But but it's literally, but literally, Donald Trump, it he's got crazy in him. So like, I can't like it's, it could be. It, it could be crazy or it could be really intelligent, but you're getting one or the other. Like, here's here's the question, though, Sean. At this point in 2020, if Trump did declare martial law, what we what would be the fucking difference between that and like what's been going on in 2020 with the with the fucking lockdowns mm. and what and and whatnot? Like, to me. To me, I to me, if we if we went into martial law, I would kind of be like, okay, cool. We've we've been in martial law for fucking you know as a country as a whole for the last you know since like fucking March basically. Well, maybe metaphorically, but like with actual martial yeah. law, like we have like you know the military taking over everything, and it's a totally different you know, yeah country, but. but... It's 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 one I, of those things. It's yeah. like I think it'd be funny. Oh, it would be hilarious. I think you. I uh, well, no, I I think it would be funny if they if, like, cause you you I, you know some off the wall. Look, the in, in the in these last, next few weeks, I would I would bet my wallet that some off the wall shit is gonna happen. Like I would bet my wallet that some really off the wall shit happens like some unpredictable shit that none of us would have maybe predicted could possibly happen like i think that's possible i i still think the most likely thing is we're going to be disappointed because like the hype levels are getting like even higher than cyberpunk 2077 this is unreal (laughs) i'm saying it, it i'm saying the off the wall meaning like we've probably never thought of some shit. There's some shit that he's probably going to pull that none of us thought he's going to pull successful or not. Hmm. I think that there's going to be some shit that he's going to pull 
I think he does have one more trick up his sleeve. I know? think he's got more than one trick up his sleeve. I think I think it's gonna be look, he's been he's been that way since the moment he fucking went down that escalator and fucking by God he's gonna he's gonna be if he goes out, that's exactly how he's gonna go out. Yeah. I I, I, I just I believe that. I, I there's just so many like weird elements going on that it's like I mean I I think it's just gonna be very very disappointing for some people yeah oh i mean i don't i i mean not for i mean i'm already i feel like i'm at a i'm at a stage where uh i've already i don't want to say i've accept i don't want to say i've accepted it but i know that this this is this is kind of the reality right now so i so it feels like i'm gonna keep fighting because well fuck it we're playing with house money oh yeah like, I, like nobody's expecting trump to pull this shit off i'm like well, fuck it let's like like i'm not gonna be disappointed because i'm already like i'm already i've already kind of sort of accepted it so let's see let's see what the fuck let's see what the fuck happens let's let's pull some let's 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 <laughs> Let's try some off the wall shit. Let's see what happens, man. Yeah, and I think um actually circling back to something that you were saying, um, Sam about like Nick Fuentes, one of the things too that I've been noticing is that uh I don't know if you've been following any stop the steal rallies or anything like that, but there have been a few of those with Ali, Alexander, Alex Jones, Nick and Malkin's been to a few of them, and Straka and a few other people. And one I've thing been, I, I've been I've been following the Alex ones because yes. I love Alex. Yeah, those have been the best ones. Like one thing I will say too, and I'll I'll bring up some too that was funny. I noticed this at the CPAC after parties with Alex Jones and Nick, and I've noticed it with Milo and Nick. And I've noticed with a bunch of people on the, the people we like on the new right that are media personalities is that I think the smart ones, I think we've talked about this before, they saw a lot of potential in Nick. They saw him as somebody who's young and talented, but start maybe to go into the wrong direction a little bit too much. And so they thought, like, this guy's talented. He could be very valuable. Let's keep him around us, keep him moderate and cool and steer him in the right direction and teach him a few things. He knows he's been hanging out with Alex a lot too recently, so I think that's why those people have been sticking up for him, other than you know the obvious principle of sticking up for your uh, fellow conservatives and people that have been censoring all that shit, but really to kind of you know steer everybody in the right direction. And what's funny is like on the contrast of that with Turning Point, they had another event today where somebody asked Charlie a question that he didn't like. They kicked them out. And when Charlie did do like a stop the steal, whatever the fuck he did, the, this was going viral because I thought it was hilarious. Like Nick actually was somewhere where Charlie was and he fucking was confronting Charlie. And Charlie gets into a getaway car. And what is it? It's a fucking Prius. 
Prius. Like, oh, how could you be so God. uncool? That well, is like the universal, like, if you're fired. Like, yo, if you say you're a conservative and you drive a Prius, you're fucking fired. Yeah, you're out. Okay? You're out. Fired. I I think I'm about, I think I'm about to... I'll have to talk with my friend, but I've told you guys the story off air about what I know about Charlie. Mm, yes. But I think I think it's time for me to finally tell my story. Oh, sure. is, it, is it is it at all related to the post that I made on Instagram? <laughs> I I I don't I don't know. Maybe I. Oh. I uh, well, so, okay. so you're trying to no, say no, that Charlie no, Kirk is uh, a closet homosexual. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm saying that I that I uh, made a post not too long ago. Disavow. Okay. <laughs> I don't even and need I to hear the post. post. Disavow. Right, so... <laughs> So look at look. I'm trying. I'm trying to explain. Trying to explain. Explain situation. yourself, Phil. Okay. Okay. No. So so. There, I can pull it up a, on the screen if picture, you want. There's a picture of Charlie Kirk, weirdly proposing to his to Miss Arizona. Uh, this is Miss Whatever. Arizona, and they're in the middle of a fucking like sh like a fucking photo shoot room, like a set. It's it's the weirdest looking shit ever. But anyway. So, so Moa writes on his Instagram page. Yes, I weirdly staged myself in the third person. Um, <laughs> I was like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so thrilled. Charlie Kirk is straight. All this time, I thought he was a closeted homosexual, but he t this totally convinced me. <laughs> I laughed actually out loud when I first read that. Because the oh, tone man. was so sarcastic, it was amazing. Here, here, here's here's what I can tell you: Charlie's not gay, but I know who is. And <gasps> turning point. Wait, Rob Smith. Nope. <laughs> you know who he is, right? Yeah, I. I yeah. Okay. It, it's not. It, it's not Rob Smith, and I. Benny I, Johnson. No, be Benny Benny Johnson. I I will actually say this. Ben Benny Johnson is actually. I I I don't really know his his politics, but I I will say this. Benny Johnson, in my in my experience, uh, has been very. Benny's actually been nice to me when my when my uncle when my uncle passed away uh, a few years ago. Benny actually messaged me on facebook and was like hey sorry about that so wow um and i mean he didn't he didn't really even know me off from adam but and i didn't know him that well but um you know he that i i always appreciate you know when people are good like that so benny's all right benny's all right in my book for that so yeah props him for that So it's not Benny. It's not who. It's not Charlie. I I I can tell you, but I'll I'll have to I'll have I'll have to do off off air. It'll it'll make 
it'll make sense once I once I tell you. But uh, do I get any more guesses? Yes, <laughs> I I can I can tell I can tell you that this person is also married. Oh fuck, fuck, oh man, and you and you're still in turning point. As far as I know. Hmm. Oh god, look, look, I'm 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 a dig here, deep let, on this shit. Let me let me. TPS. I mean, I, 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 I can type it. I can type it in a. I don't even know if this person is worth turning point anymore. But I think that. Let no, me... see, you're oh. already uh, give yourself a way out there. <laughs> so goes, Sam, you said that they were in turning point. Um, I, really? I think, I think they are still. Here, yeah, me... yeah, you can say that to me. I, I just like trying to guess things. I'm, I like doing that. It's fun. The only other guy I know in Turning Point is Brandon Tatum, the ex-cop. All right, let's 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 open up these DMs. I don't even know who that is actually. Uh... I'm gonna have to Google that on a screen that is not uh, being shown out to the people. Were they in like the higher higher ups? Dude, do they even exist? Yeah, yeah. For for a while, for a while, this person w was uh, pretty high up. Are you sure you spelled their last name right? Because I'm not coming up with anything I, on Google. Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I fucked up their last name. But let me go on. Uh. Hold on, folks. De dead air. Sorry about this. We're. I'm. I'm. I'm going. In, I'm actually going into my address book, which I. I never use. So. <laughs> Dude, my content. Oh, you are you talking about a physical address book? No, I'm on my phone. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say I use my address book all the time. I, man, if I lose that, like, there's so many contacts I'd lose. And the thing, too, is, like, look, I have nothing against gay people. I am totally fine with it. It doesn't bother me. But what bothers me is when you are dishonest, when you're disingenuous. Milo is open and honest about it. Like, he is extremely open about it. And it's cool. It's funny. It's fun the way he does it. Uh, so he's very likable and very real. Whereas other people... When they say they're X, Y, and Z, and they're really not, you know, it, it's gonna rub you the wrong way. I mean, I can understand if you're in the closet and all that jazz, and you're scared to come out. But like, it's 2020. It's not exactly the uh, scariest thing to do. But it's it's interesting seeing just like the contrast growing with Turning Point and other people. I mean. That's why we've always talked about making that th that uh that, that third option to your CRs and turning point, and we're gonna work on that because the world needs it. I mean, honestly, I just wanna I wanna start, and I know there are several podcast networks 
already out there, but I, I wanted this is all this is all I wanted to, to do was to start like a big podcast network and have me and have you and have other people do shows and just you know we would do our own thing and fucking like make it work oh I found this guy now I think yeah he looks like he's yeah he's still with them uh huh Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I see what he is. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like he's still in that position. Yeah, he's worked his way up the totem pole for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's. The, the, the other thing I've noticed is like a lot of, uh, is like. You know, groups like Turning Point and the Young Republicans, like the College Republicans, mm-hmm. like they're college organizations, but a lot of a lot of them act like high school students, just with the drama and whatnot. Yeah, I know what you so, mean. So, well, the the thing is, like the the MAGA movement. Again, I I I keep I keep telling people like there's a large chunk of the MAGA movement is anti-establishment because you look at Donald Trump who's the, the leader of the MAGA movement it's anti-establishment he's he's a, he's not a politician he's a fucking real estate mogul who fucking decided to do the whole political thing he's not the guy, like the establishment is basically career politicians or people who want to make this thing a fucking career like the, the this is their livelihood like the, the the whole a whole lot of people like you did, like we wanted to make a change like we wanted to make a change you know you got you got Alex Sean and myself like none of us are we're poli sci majors we weren't even poli sci minors no i we, that like yo we 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 were doing this because we legitimately wanted better for just everybody period like this was this was our thing like i think we're just genuinely good people like that so obviously we we didn't connect with like the the g the penn state gop like we like people were i don't know if people were expecting it or whatever but like yeah, we we didn't we didn't care about all that. Like we, but but anyway, I know I just digressing, but um, but that's part that's part of the MAGA movement, and so that this is what I'm trying to, I was trying to tell people like that the. You know, we are, like, if the MAGA movement goes away, don't be surprised if some of these people don't start going to like. You know, other anti-establishment people, which aren't conservative. Just Warpus does bring a good point point up though in the chat. Uh, Warpus says he is the establishment. There comes a point where he became that, which people deny him, even being to this day. I mean, I mean, he he is the president of the United States, and I still don't think he's establishment though because. 
the establishment kept trying to fucking derail him at every turn, every day since he's been in office. The the establishment is not the presidency. The establishment is the elite donor class that has rigged the system against the people and is actively working in every industry and branch of power possible to fuck over average working class people for their own money and power. Yeah. It's that simple. It's in big tech. It's in immigration. It's in big business. It's in uh, some of these big conservative think tanks and the parties. It's in the donor system, the donor class. It's in the lobbyists. It's in the special interests. And it's in Congress. I mean, it's everywhere. But these are people... These are people that are naturally trying to gain money and power. And you can't do that in politics without fucking over people. People. Yeah. And that's the difference. If you are doing something for the genuine good of the country, you odds are won't be getting any money or power from it. Specifically money and power that just benefits yourself. You know, if you're in it for money and power, you are the establishment. If you're in it for the country, you are anti-establishment. It's it's literally that simple. Oh, we have a... Oh, I remember you, Shovel Point, in the chat. Do you think Trump could enforce the executive order he signed in 2018? Uh, which executive order is that? Oh, is that the, the, the one where, he, where uh, the election interference executive order 2018? That's the one where it gives it basically gives him the right to seize any property that's involved in uh, any election interference type mm, shit. That sounds feasible. I think they've already been doing that, haven't they? Well, I mean, technically, I mean, if you really wanted to dig deep, if you really wanted to stretch it, you could probably take Facebook. <laughs> yes. Yes. That'd be badass. That'd be crazy, but badass. Uh, he says yes, imposing certain sanctions. Yeah, I think we're on the same page with that. But I've been scrolling through Turning Point's Twitter, and it's so boring. Like, oh my god, and it's so like the memes are bad. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's always somebody smiling awkwardly and saying some milk toast quote next to them. God, how times have changed. I mean, just just remember in 2016 the energy and edginess we had, and how now it seems so like fringe compared to this. And obviously, it's not fringe to normal people, but like it's what they're trying to do to the normies. Oh God, man. You know, see, that, and the other thing too is like, as you bring up, the, oh, there's my ex field organizer on there. <laughs> Funny. Uh, it's, you know, one thing like you mentioned when we talk about the colleges that remind me of is that, you know, with COVID being, uh, locking everybody down, there's been very little activism, but once it's gone and we're back on the ground, it's going to be interesting to see how the landscapes change because whether Trump wins or loses or sorry, gets stolen, uh, from him, this election is going to change. It's going to be interesting to see how the culture wars continue on the college landscape if there is any like the crs aren't going to be fighting it unless they all get you know 
overthrown by MAGA America First people. Yeah, I'm just, oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that at the rally, he said he wasn't going to succeed, secede. He wasn't going to surrender. I, I'm like, yes, I loved it. I love that part because it felt in the, like I was saying before, in the beginning, it felt like he was kind of somber. Like mm-hmm. He felt like he was kind of somber in the beginning. And then it was like, he fucking just came out at the end and was like, I'm not conceding. We'll never surrender. We'll never surrender this country. Like, oh, shit. It, like, I would be, I, I, I'm i like, yeah, we, we, he needs to, but like, he's, he, the, the thing is, he's at the point now where they're like, oh, is Donald Trump going to do anything drastic? I'm like, what? What options does Donald Trump have that aren't drastic? Mm-hmm. You know, like drastic and unprecedented. Like that's any well, any option he has is going to be drastic. The and the, unprecedented. the word the word drastic is, I mean, that's pretty funny coming from twenty twenty because it's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like. It's like okay, so you people complaining that that you know that Trump was doing drastic shit. Like, you guys didn't think that Fauci. You don't think that masks are drastic. You don't think that social. You don't think that absurd social distancing is is drastic. It's more drastic as the fucking lockdowns. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's that's my point. The the whole the whole COVID response has been drastic. And that's kind of what I've been saying a little earlier, and one kind of part of what I'm trying to get at is like and, how the mindset and, of the country's changed, and like after going through all this, like what are people going to be like? Like what's what's the attitude going to be like? What are people going to want? And and by the way, I will I will I've said this before. I said this last night on the Whitfield Report stream with Apex. I'm saying here tonight, and I'll say on tomorrow's stream. I've I've been saying this for months. But if you guys think that COVID is going to go away because Biden is president, if you think this thing is going to go away in the next year or in five years, you are you are fucking delusional. This is this is the new 9-11. This is the new Patriot Act, basically. Uh, you know, they still haven't given up the power from the Patriot Act. Mm. They're not going to, the government is not going to re- relinquish, you know, the mask stuff or anything, um, you know, within the next five years, probably. So, yeah. Yeah, Warfist is right. COVID is here to stay until 2030. If, if by then, it could, COVID might be something that exists for the rest of, my lifetime sadly well i think what's you're probably definitely going to get some people voluntarily that are mass karens that are going to keep wearing masks whenever they get sick whenever they go to a public place whenever they go travel they're going to wear masks like freaking china does i it's 
at the same time though, every action is equal and opposite reaction. You get those anti-maskers that are gonna be like really strongly against this stuff. And I think again, the further physical political divide the country is gonna continue. Blue people are going to stick in their areas and red people are going to stick in their areas. And it's, it's just going to accelerate that because we're just living like one land with two countries in it. It's really bizarre. Uh, but Shovel Point also says drastic. The MAGA people are going to start bringing industrial wood chippers with them. Um, that would be cool. <laughs> Let's make that happen, guys. Can't we have a George Soros that funds industrial grade wood chippers? Oh God, these Charlie Kirk memes. I'm going down a rabbit hole on Google Images. Uh, I, 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 I broke you, Sean. You used to be worth. You used to be worth Turning Point, and then you met me. <laughs> yeah, it's all so. your fault, Sam. <laughs> yeah. No, ac no, actually, it's. Uh, I mean. It's Nicholas J. Fuentes' fault. Well, actually, if actually he, here's what I will say: if if Charlie had actually been a man and defended his, uh, you know, chapters from the Gripers, and not let you guys take the brunt, mm. I pro I probably want to be on this. I mean, I probably still would be on this podcast. But I I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have engaged the Gripers as much as I did. Um, so well, that's a good point because that that's it's weird because while I disagreed with the Gripers on quite a few things, especially the racial stuff, they at the same time they kind of like fully took me and turned me off from Turning Point. Because I'd seen the signs before this. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things, and we've talked about it, where they wouldn't let us bring certain speakers, like Sargon, for example. They said, no, you can't bring him, even though we. They kind of. Went ahead and did it anyway. <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. And they kind of were too. They called it too late, so it was like, haha, we win in the end. But. It was that sort of stuff, the disconnect with the chapters, just overall, mm -hmm. with what they wanted and what we wanted. They wanted to send us a wrestler that even Phil hadn't even heard of. And Phil followed wrestling probably closer than anybody I knew. And mm -hmm. they had these memes and posters that I love that they were doing them, but some were good and some were bad. Like, the signs were there and the Don Jr. event where people couldn't ask questions at all. You know, the signs were there and I kept holding on because not only was I involved with it, but it was the best thing we had. It was the only thing we had. So it was like, we just got to run with this. We'll make it our thing. And that's what we did. But when the Groiper Wars happened, or Charlie Kirk just looked like such a hack and such a phony and it was, it was, it was, look, it really was sad for me because I could tell this is bad. This is the end for him. Obviously, he's going to stick around. He's got the money. He's got the status. But you're going to lose your you got the followers. Yeah, 
<laughs> yes. He's got the Prius still. Um, but it's just shattered his reputation. And that's something you don't get back. And if you do, it's extremely fucking hard. So it's when we start looking elsewhere and realize we just got to do it ourselves in the end. And that's where Uncensored America was born and has been on limbo ever since. So we're going we're gonna to still push hard with that because he Char Kirk has disappointed a lot of people and has broken a lot of people from Turning Point. Turning Point has so much potential and it just doesn't use it. It's funny, like, um, like I remember, I remember being at the, like, being at the event, like coming up to coming up to see the event, and and it was lit. Yeah. Oh, oh, of course, of course, we were gonna make it lit. Yeah. But like, but uh, and then one one of the uh, one of the heads at the time, right, was saying. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> was saying oh was yeah he was he was he was like oh we 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 kind of the the upper the upper management really didn't want didn't really want sargon but we kind of it was kind of quick it was kind of quick so he went ahead and kind of got he pulled a like sean might have pulled a fast one i'm like yeah that's my boy right right, and then the and he's like, and he's like, um, well, the next guy, the next guy you pick, they definitely won't, won't get him. I'm like, guess what, motherfucker, we're probably <laughs> gonna get away with that one too. Oh god! If only people. Know you did. later, bitch. We're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> and that's the that's the winning attitude, you and know. Had the Rona, and had the Rona not hit, oh. we would have gotten away with it again yeah but but we're still gonna try and make that shit happen because there's it's look it is such a fucking amazing opportunity and it's one of the few like i've navigated all the echelons crawled through all the trenches it can happen and there's a lot of places it can't happen but if it can happen we're gonna make it happen one of the so so like the very the the most attractive part of the maga movement and the one thing i i think the one thing that 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 has made us get along so well right all <laughs> of us is that is that what we do is essentially a big f u to the fucking yes people. like the, I, there's nothing greater to me than just flipping my finger to the fucking the normal like the normal the establishment the fucking clicky kind of bullshit mm-hmm. like no fuck you yeah Nothing warms my heart more than like I don't know and it was just like even even if we lost like even if we lost like it in terms of like the you know like the college republican elections or something like that like the fact that we were just throwing a wrench into everything that they were fucking doing that was great glorious like just glorious even if even if we did eventually lose like it was like the 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 
the role of just making their lives as difficult as humanly fucking possible like that was that was a joy that was an absolute joy nothing brought more joy than to see these people suffer like yeah that's what i was gonna say we made them suffer and they deserved it yeah that's the thing it's like if if you're cool we're gonna be cool if you are a piece of shit oh you better hope you don't run into us See, I was, see, I was, I, I was a little bit more envious of you though, because you had no, you have a little bit of a filter. Like, there's a little bit of a filter. Like you there do, is. you do a lot, but like, I, I mean, you also have a filter, so you're able to like, you know, articulate things more properly or whatever. Me, I just fucked up. <laughs> I, like, I think of is like whatever the hell's coming. And we need that. Like, that's the thing is, like, kind of going back to something we were talking about, like, what you were saying, Sam, with, like, the people that are too proper and formal and kind and respectful, and then they're cucky and they're boring, and then, and pish posh, but then you have the people that are a bit too brash that they're turning some people off, but you kind of need all of that. You need your people in the middle, your people that are brash, and your people that are... Uh, a little more well-spoken because they all appeal to different people, different flavors for different folks. Like I have a good uh, buddy that's now leading the Turning Point chapter at Penn State who invited Dennis Prager. Very different from who would I, I would bring. I brought the Hellraisers and the people that cause mass protests. Very different styles, but we both agree on most things and we both vote for the same guy twice intriguing like look it, and it, look I, and i'm not gonna lie it was for, for i liked i i mean i i he was talking about he was talking about getting dennis prager for a while yeah too and like i and, and i'm totally i i, I, it. I was like yeah totally fucking do it man that's awesome like, i i know i'm about to I know I'm about ready to take my audience off here, and maybe you guys. But I actually like Dennis Prager. He's no, I like I like him too. I he's, just like I mean I I mean I like you know I like bowling ball I, China shops a little bit more. Well, still. Well, I, I I do like I do like the fact that uh, I do like the fact that Dennis Prager uh, put Ben Shapiro in his place though. Oh that really? Was, yeah, did you not? Did you not see that? Did you not see that uh, during the during the twenty sixteen election? Was that over his never Trump stance? Yeah. So Ben. Yeah. So so Ben called. Um, so Ben called into Prager's radio show, and Prager, who was you know, say what you will about Ben Shapiro, but right, he's. He's a legit smart guy. So is so is Prager though. I mean, they're both highly educated. But Prager basically said that like he he basically said, Ben, I don't understand. He said, You're you're a smart guy, but you're you are so he basically said you he said you are so um at this point you're over you're overthinking Trump's flaws way too much 
that basically you're so smart with Trump. He didn't say this, but he basically said you're, you're so smart, you're stupid when it comes to Trump. It's true. So. Yeah, and that's I. I would definitely take a Prager over Bench Pew any fucking day. Do I like religiously watch Dennis Prager? No, barely watch him. But I think he's a good force in our movement. I do not. I do dislike when he has these events about banned people and tech censorship, and he brings on people that are still on tech platforms. He should be bringing Laura Loomer, like first and foremost, Alex Jones and Milo and a few other oh, people. Laura but he would doesn't. Be awesome. Yeah. He, Laura Loomer would be awesome. You know what? If if we like that would be dude, like yeah. I wonder if we, there's any way and From, I know we're, we're already talking about like we're just openly. <laughs> yeah, don't talking don't about let the GD out yet. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but I know what yeah. you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. I will yeah. say, I will say, and I kind of have a little bit of regret. I don't have regret. Fuck it. I don't have regrets on this. Because we brought Hunter along with Sargon. I was given the offer of bringing Laura too, but that was actually in place of Sargon because I was afraid things might not work out. And so I talked to Laura Loomer's at the time manager like agent sort of person and ended up not really happening but i can say she's very possible especially now that she's not on the campaign trail so mm-hmm. stay tuned uh but see the, to show you a little, like a little bit of the contrast of what i'm saying of as, as to what i want to do and what other conservatives want to do is like other conservatives are very you know they they want to be polite and I, I understand it i think i personally think fuck politeness at this point but like it's so interesting to look at like the penn state news article headline differences for prager this is literally the headline the article they did on him this was the headline it says dennis prager wait for it condemns the left wow wow what do you Sean, what do you think of Adam Carolla? I love Adam. He's awesome. Because I, because I know, I know that I know that Adam and Dennis Prager are like really yeah. close. Yeah, that's why I have good uh, feelings mostly about Prager. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like, the, but, but, yeah. but then again, but then again, Carolla, Carolla is also still on YouTube. He is, which is actually amazing, to be frank. Um, and I, well, he has. Well, his, well, his podcast, like his podcast, is a little bit different. Like he, he's, he doesn't rely, he doesn't rely on YouTube for true revenue. Like his, his was actually one of the first, one of the very, his podcast was actually one of the very first successful money making models, mm-hmm. like for, as far as podcasts go. His, um, he, um. I mean, Adam Kroll is one of the reasons why I lost. I mean, not that I ever really respected Howard Stern to begin with, but Howard Stern is just is just so he's he's petty. He got really Howard Stern got really petty with Adam Carolla and Joe Rogan both because and I, I I'm sorry, I don't mean to go off on a tangent here, but 
That's fine. To, we always circle back. <laughs> but just to kind of illustrate how, how much the media landscape is changing, right? Howard Stern was one of these people way back in like 2008 who, you know, granted podcasting wasn't big back then like it is now, but uh, Howard Stern was just like, eh, Adam, you know, what the fuck are you doing hosting a podcast? What even is a podcast? Why didn't you, why didn't you come over here to Sirius and, you know, like get on a network with me and, you know, and Robin and, you know, ho ho and, you know, and then like, and then later he's, uh, and then later, like during 2016, he's like, you know, Adam Carolla has become a real like white right wing guy. Like he used to be cool. And now he's not. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, and it's like, well, Howard, you're just mad because like podcasting basically you know, once people found out that podcasts were free and they didn't have to pay for serious anymore. Yeah. You know, oh, that's, I mean, does anyone, does anyone here subscribe to serious? I keep getting offers, but I think Phil well, I mean, I, I have it. I just, I have it in my car. I just don't, I mean, I don't really i don't even i don't listen like i i have howard stern on my car i just don't fucking listen to it like i I, don't i will say that i did listen to howard's interview with wolfgang van halen Mm -hmm. but but that's but anytime howard has someone related to van halen on that's when i'll tune in but other than that i don't care so well see with Howard Stern, I obviously am younger than, um, you know, people that watch, listen to him in his heyday. And I, th- hey. I, yeah, and I think he, when I, the clips I see of him in interviews, I think he's a very good interviewer. Like, he actually impressed me. It's a very different style than most because it's very fast paced, which I like. And he kind of cuts people off, but he does in a way to kind of keep, like, digging deeper and gets he gets stuff out of people that other interviews won't get and that's to me is the power of interviewing and you can tell somebody's a good interviewer if they get good shit out of them and he does do that so he's a really good interviewer so, but so is so is joe though uh, yeah and it's a different style you know it's more it's i would think longer more laid back more relaxed but it's very conversational and he gets people to say things that are very you know you wouldn't kind of get in those casual manners. And he's very good at it. So is Adam. Graham Noren's honestly probably one of the most underrated ones because he gets his guests say some of the funniest shit ever after I, I, a few I, drinks. Again, Dennis Miller was a terrific, I mean, he is yeah. a, a, a terrific interviewer. And if, if you if you listen to, to my mannerisms and then you listen to him, I mean, there there's... There's no denying I picked up several Millerisms over the yeah. Years. That's the power of so, influence. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's what I always that, love hearing. That's what. That's one thing that I was trying to. Uh, I was trying to help Big Bird with it, but <laughs> he, uh, you know, didn't take he, the advice. No, he just he just wanted to talk, talk out the moon and the Jews and other weird things which we're not going to get into because 
Uh, hey, we'll pull this off here soon. We can get into all the shit we want, um, especially some plans that we have already been crafting uh, on air. But the one thing I'll say about Howard, and I was going to go back to the Penn State stuff because it's, it's just interesting to observe, uh, is that you know he at least was edgy, pushing boundaries, getting like fines up the wazoo for what he did back in his heyday but like a lot of people that start off cool and sell out he started getting safe and safer and safer and safer and now he has hillary clinton on and he's being coming like such a social justice well, warrior well well you, you know you know why that you know why that is right well i i will say I, I, I've seen have that video heard? of like when he's I'm... giving that like presentation to his uh, employees, and that totally like turned me off from him. That's when that, I that, stopped with him. That, that's part of it, but mm. but it's even more it's it's even more delusional than that, Sean. Oh really? Yeah. Does that have to do with Trump? Howard, yeah, Howard Stern. After, after, so in twenty seventeen, after the election. Howard Stern basically said, and I paraphrase, that Donald Trump never called to thank me for his victory. He what? he legit thinks he legit he legit Howard Stern legit thinks that he's the reason why Trump became popular. He thinks he's the reason why Trump ran, and he thinks he's the reason kind of why. Trump won. I kid you not. That's how. That's how to. That's how delusional. How. So. So that's why he wants to have Hillary on. He thinks that if. He thinks that if he has Hillary on, Hillary will become more likable on his show. He he thinks that he made Trump likable, and that if if he could do that for if he could do that for Donald Trump. If he could make Donald Trump a household name, then he can make Hillary Clinton a household name. That's the dumbest logic ever. And I know you I, I know you're right that that's what he thinks because in that presentation that got leaked, that like corporate PowerPoint he was doing, showed how corporate he got, how big his ego was, but he kept saying, like Lady Gaga comes on her show, album to number one. We make her popular. That was the constant theme. Was people come on my show, then they become popular. Howard, that's not how it works. Not it's, not in, not anymore. That uh, granted, that might have been how it was in the in the early nineties when he was when he was big. That that right. that that used to be the way things were. But I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Howard, but but Joe has kind of taken your place in that. And you notice who he's also jealous of, which I find really interesting, is Alex Jones. How many? I was just oh. on his Twitter, and the oh, first yeah. thing I see is a fucking mockery of Alex Jones because he does this like constant, like I guess re re reoccurring joke of mocking Alex Jones, and I'm like, like what? That's just so. That tells you how big Alex must actually be. Well, to be to be fair, um, to be fair, Howard is mocking Bob is mocking Bob Saget now too because oh, really? Bob's 
Well, because Bob Saget has a, has a, has a podcast now, and it's actually it's not political, but it's it's good. I I really like listening to it, and apparently he's mad that Bob Saget is doing all in podcasting now because Bob Saget used to be a guest on Stern, I guess. Wow. So he just. He's just bitter that it's not 1992 anymore and Jenna Jameson isn't going to come on and, you know, like, finger herself on his show anymore. Well, he got Miley Cyrus on to say that she had sex over FaceTime. Ooh. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a revelation. Wait, Miley Cyrus is crazy? What? Uh, I mean that's that stuff's always kind of like that's yeah. good headlines, you know. That's a good way to, you know, crazy sell. So it's a great way to get people to click on your shit. But it's like he is a shell of his former self in many ways. But to circle back to the Penn State thing, the reason I brought that article headline up is because and I'm not dissing Prager or like Turning Point Bringer or anything that like that. But it tells you just how different it is the worst thing they say about him is he condemns the left <laughs> this is what they said about sargod controversial youtubers carl uh, benjamin and hunter avalone uh, speak at penn state crowd protest turning point speakers carl benjamin and sargon of uh, and, uh, hunter avalone editorial hateful pass of turning point usa speakers Penn State denounces repulsive comments of YouTubers. Like, it's like next level, you know. It's like, it's 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 hilarious how they just freaked out over somebody. And this is why I bring this up: somebody that's way more, quote unquote, moderate, quote unquote, centrist or center left or classical liberal than Dennis Prager. Sargon always says he's a British liberal, and it's like the freakout was bigger. It's hilarious. It, it's 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 perception, is what it is. Like it's always perception. Reality does not exist in politics. <laughs> it's fun. like people, like you know, like people think I, like this is how stupid people are. People think that I'm. Or this is how stupid leftists are. Some leftist called me an ableist on Twitter <laughs> a few weeks ago. Yeah, how's that I, work? <laughs> I, I I I still don't know what that term. I mean, I I know what that term means. I don't understand it still, but it's it's. I don't know if they were trolling or if they or if they're. Or if they're legitimately that stupid that they haven't read my Twitter bio. Yeah. And not and not know. And I mean I I don't know. And even and even and even if you know, and even if I am quote unquote ableist in their opinion, so so what? You know? Yeah. It's stupid. Very stupid, but I just saw Phil's message. He says we're at four hours. Holy shit! Woo! We're going. We're going on a trip for four hours in a rocket ship. We're going uh, JRE levels here, but yeah, guys, 
Um, I mean, how? I mean, how? I did. I did. I did two and a half. I did two and a half hours. You know, last night. Oh my God! I just found this. Yo, yo! I need shows to fill. This was posted. I'll send to you, Sam. Then we'll end the stream. This was posted on Reddit. This look at this shit. I didn't know about this. This is new. <laughs> Sargon of a cow and Hunter Avalon. This is on r slash toilet paper USA. Oh, Phil! Phil dropped out. Phil dropped out of the call. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, what... I mean, we, I mean, I mean, we, I mean, we can chat for. I'm down to keep chatting about whatever. Yeah, we'll go off air because I have some off air things I'd like to discuss. But um, and it's good to kind of end this because it's been going. So what happens when we start earlier? So Sargon of Akkad and Hunter Avalon came to my school. So proud to have brave conservatives such as these at Penn State. It has the clown dude. That's hilarious. And this in the guy with the Sargon waifu pillow. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. Satire, Sargon's a joke. Ha ha ha. We're not an alt right organization. Who are they quoting? Who are they quoting? Sargon literally defended the alt right after Charlottesville. Not true. Parroting the theory that Hire died of a heart attack. Why would anyone in right minds invite this fucker to an event? Because Sargon's awesome. Because he's a classical liberal. Or maybe he isn't alt right. He's just, but he's just crazy. Really, you should have sucked uh, Avalon's toe. That's random. I'm a PSU too. Rip down loads of posters. Oh, we got you, motherfucker. We put a, we, you ripped down ten, one, we put ten back up. What campus was this? I'm at the Erie campus and heard nothing of it yet because it's at main campus. That's awesome. Some Reddit notoriety. Uh... Uh, I see. Interesting. Anyway, uh, last thing I wanted to read was Shovel Point's comment in the chat because it's pretty funny. He said, This year I'm naming my Christmas tree Amy Winehouse. Eventually it's going to die and needles will be everywhere. That that's that's been a running Christmas joke for a while, but it never gets old. <laughs> that's the first I've heard of it. So dark and hilarious. So we're gonna end the stream. We've already we're already down. To, I've already lost both my co-hosts, and now I'm alone with Sam. So who knows what's gonna happen? So before anything gets even crazier, we're gonna end this and do some off-air banter. I'm a late. And I'll. And I'll be I'll be on tomorrow doing a Sunday stream. I know I usually don't do Sunday streams, but since I've been kind of busy with finals the last few weeks, I'm gonna make it up to you guys. So nice. I'll come up I'll come up with something. Maybe maybe uh, I might actually do like a one on one with Sean or someone. I I don't I don't know. We'll come up, we'll come up with something for tomorrow for Sunday. Yeah, so. sounds awesome. I, depending on the time, I may have time to do so anyway. it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just saying, like, if if you do need me, like, I probably okay. will be available. Yeah, no, no problem. But uh, anyway, this is your Sean. This is your show, Sean. So I don't want to step on your outro. No, that's fine. It's perfectly fine because if you want to follow Sam and step on his outros and crash his shows, you can follow him at at uh, Sam 
uh, NWG and Sam underscore NWGC. I got it right, didn't I? Sam W underscore NDC on uh, I'm so close. <laughs> but you can also you can also follow me on Parlor at Sam Whitfield, which is a lot easier to spell. Yes, it so. is. Yes, it is. Also. Also, fuck at Sam Whitfield on Twitter, <laughs> who's, who's had the account since like 2009, but hasn't tweeted anything. It's okay. I'll give you then. the password one day, Sam. Since then. <laughs> uh... Yeah, no, nah, I wish I, I, I wasn't that far ahead of the curve, but yeah, like and share, subscribe to this channel and also Sam's channel. He's a cool guy that... I'll be honest, like, I never expected that, like, you'd be our, like, frequent guest because when we started this whole shit on the Ray of Brain guests on, I was like, who's this Sam guy? And Phil told me who he was and then all the Penn State connection. I was like, holy shit, I wish I'd known this guy before. So. Yes, you, yes, you can thank your, you can thank your friend, you can thank your, uh, former poli sci professor, <laughs> or no, your former, uh, <laughs> f- f- what is it, philosophy professor? Uh, you thinking of a so you mean sociology? Oh yeah, soci so yeah sociology. Yes, the buddy, the right hand man of my former sociology professor. Jeff, Jeff actually used to be my co producer. Jeff, what happened? <laughs> Where did you go? <laughs> he, he's he's around. He just doesn't want to. He, he doesn't want to... I keep trying to get him into a cage match with Dictator Phil. Yeah, I'd be lit. But he, but, he, but he always runs away when I tell him that Phil wants to debate him. Oh, so. my God. Dude, it'd be fun. We'll do it for charity or something. But anyway, so. we're heading out. We're almost at four and a half hours. Craziest shit ever. But thank you for tuning in, people. See you later. All right, folks. See you tomorrow on the Whitfield Report at some point. I'll announce it. And, uh, yes, thanks for tuning in. Wash your hands. God bless and God save this great nation. And I'll I'll have the camera back on tomorrow, folks.